Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another Fly Casual. Tonight, we're drawing back the curtain and turning back the clock. That's right. Tonight, we're going to talk about childhood hijinks. What did you do as a child? And what did we do when it was time to get outside, get some fresh air, and give our poor mothers and fathers a break for one damn second? Welcome back to Childhood Hijinks on another Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! I feel the need to apologize up front to any of our listeners who got excited that they thought we were going to be doing a little Rascals episode. But we do have to do. I have news. I have news. Mike and I actually have a completely separate (laughs) podcast called The Roach Motel. Yeah, that will be strictly, uh, strictly about (laughs) Laurel and Hardy and our gang. So you'll be able to tune into The Roach Motel. (laughs) Perfect. I'm not even going to explain the name of it. I'm going to let people who know appreciate the humor. Let them figure it out. If you don't know, don't listen. Yeah. If you don't know, I ain't telling you. Yeah, exactly. We're going to make fun of you. Not going to do it. We totally know what that means. All of us. Yeah. Every single one. Especially me. Yeah. Especially Derek. Yeah. The guy who in college would go, oh, it's in black and white and leave the room. (laughs) Oh, man. Garrick. I, I've I reformed so my surprised. ways. Yes, I'm good so. now. I like yeah. the blacks and the whites. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That came out I hope terrible. So. Oh, I sure did. I meant the colors. Somebody's oh, gone man. libertarian. Blacks and blacks. <laughs> While Mike is stroking the I like all the gradients in between. All the gradients. Beyond, I guess. <laughs> and the um, gradients. You still, you still you need to add noise. You have to add a little noise to your gradients. Otherwise, the bands yeah. become separated. It's so. the beauty of gray. Little, right? little, little print humor yeah. for you guys like, <laughs> for the print the industry got noise up that for gradient print industry listener yep <laughs> we so we hit the little rascals and and the and the, and the laurel and hardy fans and and uh, what was the what was the one what was the the with the animals that they did there was like all the the animal stuff where they would have all these trained animals that would be like acting out scenes and doing because they had yeah like uh Laurel and Hardy, Homeward Bound, our gang, and then there were like like silly, it was like silly something or whatever, but it was animals like acting out sketch like short films. I am unsure. My really? Friend. Yeah. And I know there was also there was a female counterpart to Laurel and Hardy as well. <gasps> really? Yeah. I, I don't think it. Li- I don't think it lasted very long. But I think they actually started off. It's called I Love Lucy. No. <laughs> and, and many years Totes later, decades yeah. later, is what that was. But either way, tonight. We're talking about what y'all did when mom and dad kicked you outside. That's right. We're going to we're going to really really look back and dig out how did we spend time before touchscreens as right. children. Uh, and the answer is video games. So good night, everybody. We are different oh. now. Okay. We had clicky buttons. That's true. You could, yeah, our parents could listen at the door and know that we were playing games. Yeah, I was my dad's clicky Our controllers button. were not ergonomic. Wait, what? I'm saying I was his remote control. Oh, I, I, oh. turn the channel, Ooh. Mike. No, because I, I think <laughs> think that's how you remember it, maybe. <laughs> Me being the clicky button. Yeah, I think you need to go ahead and help Mike. Yeah, my, my daughter's gotten to the point where I go, where'd your mother hide their remote? She goes, I don't know. Look on the back of the couch. 
You used to be helpful. <laughs> yeah. When I, yeah. When I said disparaging I'll go find things. it, Daddy. Hold on. Yeah. Or you like, like, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not there. <laughs> it was a game. Now it's just like, get it yourself, old man. <laughs> God. Go find it, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, Pretty boomer. Much. Uh, she's so small. I don't know why hey, she's so mean. Boomer. But anyway, you know welcome you're not back. A boomer. That's, That's what's true. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they can flate. They're it. millennials. They can flate. Everybody yeah. older than them is boomers. Well, oh, boomers a mentality, really, if you think about it. In that case, I'm the greatest generation. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome back, Fly Casual, everybody. I'm Corey. Over there is Mike. Hello. Hi, Mike. How's it going? I'm all right. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm doing good, man. You got the Diet Mountain Dew and Roy Rum going for yeah. the number two tonight? Yes, because I still have an entire, I don't know, a gallon jug of <laughs> yeah, that white rum uh, been rum. down here stewing in the dark for a while. It's best that it stays yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> I it would it. be consumed at my house. Yeah, I have had. I am not a heavy drinker. Truth, and right? I have had. And this people listen to the podcast. You're literally hearing ninety yeah. percent of my alcohol consumption. Truth, usually. right? Usually, yeah, usually. COVID has made COVID has <laughs> like there was a couple weeks where I was worried that I was maybe becoming an alcoholic <laughs> like, because like every night, Ford? every night I was like I. I gotta have a drink. At least not like I was drinking heavily, but I had to have one I to just you, calm man. the hell it's down. It's a different that, mentality right now. That's how you stop worrying about being an alcoholic. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Mike's just excited. drink it away. I'm yeah. not an alcoholic. Makes everything no. feel I'm fine. <laughs> I drive better when I've had a few. I I hey okay, Bill Cosby. Yeah, the Opal KB pudding. That's how he sounds, right? You I, put the vodka in the pudding pop. Yeah, man. Oh, God. So I uh I have since that you problem freeze it off, right? That problem has gone away and I'm back to like a drink every two weeks kind of a thing. Yeah, I'm not. But I was no, no, no one expects that of me. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll get your medallion at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I, but but at the same time, it's like it's not like it was an effort or anything. It's just it was a temporary thing where it was just like I was so stressed out. You think with everything being just 2020 keeps breaking even further. I know. And falling every day, apart. Every damn day. Now, let's see. The eastern half of Oklahoma went back to being a Native American territory. <laughs> what else is new this week? I don't know. Do you hear about that? Yes, I do. Oh, my word. Yeah. Good luck working that out. Hey, Tulsa, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, yeah. I'm not anxious to be on a fly on the wall in those <laughs> formal discussions. But, I mean, 2020 just keeps getting weirder and weirder I I every just my eyes. week. And up until now, I I've been like, mine. it's just the crazies. It's just the crazies up until the last several weeks. And it's like, okay, no. No, it's not just the crazies, but the crazies are making it worse. It's definitely it's the crazies making it worse. And now I'm just the point like, no, nah, everything's just messed up. This is just messed up. I'm, I'm gonna not read the news today because I want to sleep tonight. Like that's Truth. where I'm at now. I'm hiding yes, from the reality. Yes, sir. As is my well. Prerogative. We even got wait, wait, wait. I'd like to know what you have to say on the fact, Mr. Stephen J. Howie, Master Control. Come on, Stephen J. Well, we even got uh, MythBusters dude all in the news. Oh and that, yeah, that broke my oh, no. heart. That what was happened? one of those things where it's like I, you know, I don't even know. New York, New York Post. No, maybe was you shouldn't it? tell Mike. Don't tell Mike. You'll <gasps> ruin his. Wait. New York Post, I think, unveiled this, and the internet w- lit up for about two hours, and since has been zero dark thirty. I know, it, which gives me the real Willies? big creeps. <laughs> Adam Savage is being sued by his sister for uh, 
a civilly in a, a civil suit by his sister. For, civilly beef suit. Yeah. For uh, pretty much like raping her as a child when he was also a child. <laughs> and and if you read what her claims are, it's not just what he did, but his attitude about it and the nickname that he gave himself. It's disturbing. Oh. Thank you, 2020. Yep, 2020 keeps piling Woo! it on. <laughs> Oh man! Bring so it. it's yeah, it's one of those, and oh, he's denying it. He's saying that it's not true, but you know, it, it's 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 a sticky situation. So I almost think they went to zero dark thirty with it because of like twenty twenty is yeah. People can't handle up already. Adam Savage. We we gotta yeah. Mm, let's not talk about that, Adam. Yeah, I don't want it anymore. I don't, I don't want. It. I don't. I don't want you guys. Let's talk about happy things. Back when things were old, and and we were young, and back when 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 Reagan was president, and <laughs> and we had big wheels and, and jelly we, beans. I, I don't, <laughs> oh, you just said it. <laughs> oh crap! Sorry, guys. It is. You said the wrong word. It's voice activated. I thought if there was a if there wasn't a pause between that because it's 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 a bigger word. It's well, part of gotta, one bigger word. Got to be done oh. now, right? We're done. I mean, Howie doesn't have to hit Say the yeah. stop recording button. Technically, this could all just be the after show. Okay, okay after show after starts show. now. Yep. Woo! Crap! I got to dig Woo! up a theme for the end of the after show now. Oh, That's no. a problem. That's a problem. But in the meantime, hey gentlemen, it's time to talk about what is up your docket face. What, what's docketing around? Uh, around in my face. In my face. I'm going first. Nope. Wow. Wow. I'm going first. Of course you are. I like you, how you As tell always. us all what to do. Yeah, Billy. It's the it's it's such a Billy. It's my yeah, it's Billy. my privilege. You're such a BM. It's my privilege to tell <laughs> you all BM. what to do. <laughs> like, oh wow, that's is, why he doesn't use that as his initial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought. Wow, wow, good stuff. It's USA, by the way. If you don't know, yeah, yeah that's a callback to last episode. Yeah. So, BM. Uh, it's my privilege to decide the order because it's my basement. Shut up. As long as we're gonna, as if we're gonna do the way we behaved as children, we were playing with other children. It's my basement. I'm well, gonna, I'm gonna totally. You cut can't the, come to my birthday party. I'm gonna totally cut this audio and put gaps in it, and so that you're last. I, oh, really? Ooh. I thought you were just gonna say so that I actually Ooh. do sound like Billy Mitchell when I talk. Um, oh, that's a good idea too. Uh, no, <laughs> the reason why I'm going first. I'm is, the your reason why I'm going first is with got, Billy Mitchell's voice. I got nothing. Oh, <laughs> I you're got nothing. The, you're on the nothing train. Uh, this yeah, week, I. I huh? Well, I doubt that you haven't done anything. No, well, <laughs> you know, docket can be just work. Work has been uh, very much consuming of time, energy, and mind power. Uh, I mean. I played some games last week. Talk about Deep Rock. Played a little Minecraft with a kid because the big Nether update hit hey, the Bedrock hey, edition. Hey, hey, you got a new table saw. You've been using that, haven't no, you? No, god dang it! That's the thing. I bought a really nice table saw. Way or miter better. Saw, miter saw. Miter saw. Yeah, miter saw. I already have a beastly table saw. I bought. I had a, a Harbor Freight ten inch. Miter this is saw. your docket, man. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm, I'm tooling it. We're we tooling. Go. We're going. We're it's heading into the. We know that Garrett uses several tools. <laughs> <laughs> I use got exactly tools. several tools. Yeah, several. <laughs> so I've had this like with a, one of the first, other than like a corded drill, the first power tool I ever bought was a ten inch miter saw from Harbor Freight, Chicago Electric. <laughs> And yeah, I have did. used the hell out of that thing. If you own a miter saw, 
you're like, why didn't I have one of these before? Yeah, like, you'd be like, I have a circular saw. What do I really need a miter saw for? And then you get a miter saw. Well, why do I have a circular saw for? Yeah, it? yeah. But then you get a miter saw, and you realize that anytime you need to cut anything that's bigger than yay. Well, I got that miter saw right there. You know, but you never, you shouldn't put it away. You should always leave the miter saw yeah. out annoyingly because that way it's right there, right? And then you go, just chop, 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 chop. Um, so yeah, it was uh, starting to buck a little when uh, when I'd fired up. So I'm like, I need a new one of these. So I made up my mind. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get the one step up. I'm still gonna go back to Harbor Freight. I'm still I don't use it enough that to need. Uh, so I'm gonna go get cheap Chinese Harbor Freight. You know, but I'm gonna need a 12 inch compound slider. I want the slidey action. You kind of yeah, wider yeah. stuff with mm. slides. With that sliding. And Harbor Freight is out of everything. Did you know? Yeah, did you know? I did know. They can't How get are they out of everything. The, it, Part of it twofold. Go, <laughs> go and look. Yeah, and go look. Like, go look. It's yeah. It's twofold. It's because a everybody's home doing home improvement projects right right now because a lot of people have more time in their homes to think about that crap they've been trying to do. The other thing is, uh, I think it has to do with like the tariffs and stuff like that, and the imports have slowed down. And Harbor Freight is almost a hundred percent China, but nobody else sells the stuff <clears throat> that Harbor Freight does, so I don't get it. It's not. True. It's very true. Uh, well, nobody else sells their brands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because that's where I, yeah. yeah, because Harbor Freight's like, especially their power tools. They tend to be brand. They they tend to have a, a counterpart that's made on the same assembly line that is a slightly better name or you know a name brand you're more familiar with. You can actually look at them and it actually, actually see pa- it passes the quality control test, so it goes to the better place, and then the ones that <laughs> yeah. don't go to Harbor Freight. I don't think it's like that. I think literally like they run the line at night with a different color plastic, and those become the Harbor Freight yeah. tools. But, you know, probably there is like inspection levels that are probably a little more lenient. So I don't know. Whatever. But uh, I went to get the 12-inch slider, and I walked in, and they didn't have any miter saws at all they had one of their new quote professional level end quote and i was looking at the price tag and that going i would never spend that much money on a harbor freight tool if i was gonna spend that five six hundred bucks right it was like 370 i want to say oh that's right closer to four yeah Yeah. and i was like oh heck no i ain't got that kind of scratch i bought the original one for like seventy dollars yeah and when you're like four hundred bucks yeah i might as well go scope out the competition name brands, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look around, driving around. I mean, I can't find anything. And they really pull into the Home Depot parking lot. And I'm, like, I'm not even going in because now I've been, I went to the Lowe's across the Harbor Freight. They didn't have Jack. And I pull in the Home Depot across town, which has another Lowe's next to it because just Lowe's everywhere. And I pull it up on the, on the old phone before I walk in and look, oh, they got a DeWalt 12 inch slider, like the, like the, their mid tier 12 inch slider, which is professional level on clearance for 350. Now, naturally, sold the hell out for like a month at least. Like, it's on back order. Yeah. But I thought, wait, 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 wait. Wait. DeWalt is like the one brand that Home Depot and Lowe's sell. Eh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, re- the most of the brands, they carry one of them or the other carry, you know. But mm-hmm. DeWalt is one of those. I have no DeWalt tools. I will not spring for a DeWalt tool I don't care if you like DeWalt tools or not. You're paying a lot of money for the name, even though there is quality involved as well. I'm, I'm just like, mm. but then I see, I hate Lowe's. I don't love Home Depot, but I hate Lowe's. Every time I go to Lowe's, I can't find Jack. Can't find anybody knows anything that works there ever, except uh, people back in flooring. Well, yeah, I had the experience at Lowe's where some workers say, hey, can you help me unload this? 
They help. They asked you to help them well, unload stuff. They needed to get it off the cart, and they couldn't do it by themselves. And so I'm that, like, "Are you serious? Are you serious right now?" <laughs> so that's the kind of place Lowe's is. So I look up Lowe's while I'm in the Home Depot parking lot, and they had three of them in stock. So I raced over there, and I went in. It was like uh, I think it was uh, five hundred and fifty bucks or something like that. Now, mind you, I'm out to spend a hundred and forty dollars, <laughs> but I go into Lowe's. And I'm like, and I'm like, if I've got a chance to stick it to Lowe's on something, now that might be worth something to me. So I go over and say, do you guys price match Home Depot's website? And they're like, I, I think so. And I'm like, st- st- stay right here. <laughs> I run over. <laughs> I finally find the damn thing. Their tools, the 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 power tool section of Lowe's is set up like a Joanne Fabrics. Yes, it's it not is. like here's the drills, here's the miter saws, here are the this. Everything's organized by brand. Mm. And that's why compared to Joanne, because like, well, I'm into scrapbooking, but I like Leon scrapbooking. I just made that brand up. But you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like you go and I want I want glue. No, what 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 brand of glue or what brand are you a fan of? And then you go to that section. And I think that is the dumbest damn thing. But I do know that tool obsessed people can often be brand loyal. I'm not that way. Otherwise, why would I be shopping at Harbor Freight most of the time, right? Like over there, and they had it. They had no flat carts anywhere in the store available because of all the COVID stuff and how they're moving lines and shutting stuff down. And stuff. All of their product displays that they would normally have on the floor, they have set up on all their flat carts so they can move them around. And there were, no, and I even asked somebody, I'm like, I need a flat cart. I don't think we have any available. You're, you're, you're a hardware store. How do you not have a flat cart? You sell things that are heavy. And so I went over, and there was there was one set up at the end of an aisle, and I took everything off the flat cart. I dismantled the display and piled it in the middle of the aisle and left it there and took the flat cart because, <laughs> A, I was in a hurry, and, B, I hate Lowe's so much. <laughs> Loaded it up, walked over. They marked it down 200 bucks, and I bought. I spent more than twice what I wanted to spend on a much better saw and felt pretty good about my purchase and I have not had time to take it out of the box and it is killing me. Well, and well when I have time time it's like 96 degrees outside. Uh, that, uh, you could do that inside. My garage, I ain't hauling that thing in the house. You out your mind? <laughs> I, can, I don't even know if that thing get through the door. I, the thing is that surprises me about this whole like if it, if that would have been me, maybe I would wait a day. I wouldn't have waited 2 days. It'd been out. I don't care how. I'm hot like it three is. weeks into ownership of this. I know. Thing. I, I don't care how plastic. hot it is. I'd have found some way to get it out and cut <clears> some <throat> with it. Yeah. Well, good on you. <laughs> but you know what? Who has a 12 inch sliding Dewalt? Hey, uh, this guy. You just com- you just compensate. At least no. At least I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> I might open it up and find a box full of bricks. Who knows? Who knows? Or, Lowe's, I or put a uh, bag full of dicks. So that's true. Could be that. Speaking of that, Mike's next. Oh man! Wow. You were thinking right. about going to me, but then you decided, Mike. <laughs> I have been gaming my mind. a lot more than I normally game. <laughs> just started. Well, I shouldn't say I started a Are you new paying, one because new for me, yeah, is yeah. That's a relative term. I just started playing uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2. So. Have you never played the KOTOR 2? No, I have, but like have you played years the ago. I don't even remember. I don't remember anything Are about you playing it. it on 360? No, my Steam account on my Mac. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. Well, enjoy that for the time being. 
What well, I'm not sure what that means. Uh, Mac, they're switching to Arc processors or ARM. What ARM? What am I? Where am I? I don't know. Tony Stark, Tony Stark Arc Reactor processors. <laughs> okay. No, they're, they're switching the arc. They're switching architecture. So all the games that Steam work on it. Mac, like yeah. Steam games, will Won't not work. work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I own it, so I'll, I'll yeah, switch yeah. Over yeah as long as it lives, you can play them. Yeah, so, right. But yeah, for the time being, it's uh, yeah, it's fun and uh, yeah. I well, I mean, I had played the Knights of the Old Republic recently, mm-hmm. and uh, love up. that. Yeah, totally holds up. That so. plays really well on an iPad. Yeah, no, and that's where I played it last. Yeah. Actually, I got it on my iPad, and and I've been hoping that someone would uh, do the Knights of the Old Republic two and and put it on there too, but they haven't. No, there's so. there's there's still bad blood around that game. Yeah, totally. And for those great who, as it is, right? It's a good game, but it the the timelines for finishing that game yeah. were cut way short. Yeah, and you can tell. Yeah, because the entire exposition of the game. Is like hours of one actress just reading you what happened. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah that was terrible. Right. It really was. Like I remember, and and like Garrick knows. Like I will not skip cutscenes and I will not skip dialogue. I st- glazed over. I'm like, all right, Kraya, get to the point. <laughs> so anyway, I'm I'm not that far in. I'm only at Telos right now, but uh, yeah, trying to remember all this and and yeah, man, those games were just so well well done and and. Like the- uh, the outcast. What, what's the uh, main character? The not the outcast. The exile or something. Yeah, it's the exile. Yeah, you're yeah. in exile. That, in this one. This one you fought with Revan character. in in the Mandalorian Wars. Yeah. So yeah. And this is a that's few a years great later. Character. It really is a great character because it's it's a character of like vital importance with like an amazing lore around it, but it's in no way a central character. Right. Like, does isn't there like a they have the power to unlock the force in others somehow or leech the force off of other people to use it. Yeah. Yes, you can yeah. do that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like a Sith, like Holy Grail. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, now, the one thing I did learn about this, and I did not know this, um, apparently, I mean, there was obvious holes in this game, right? Oh, yeah. Well, people have gone in, and I don't know all the details about this shit. I'm just learning this. Um, super fans have gone and filled in those gaps. With story or gameplay? Both. Wow. Somehow. Oh, I don't know modded how. the game? Yeah, it's a mod okay. somehow. Now, my understanding is that the Steam version, you can play the original version, or you can play... Because I, I, apparently this fan version is pretty highly regarded oh really and my steam game allows me to play it either way on your mac oh wow yeah on my mac wow so, well at least i think i don't know I, I again i'm just reading on this i'm just playing the original i have I'm it just, on steam I gotta i'm just trying out. to remember you know this yeah. thing so i'm just playing the original way to play it so mm-hmm. must um, be a mod you can download or something yeah it, like it has a workshop thing yeah it has to yeah. be a mod of some sort but um but yeah, I mean, the, what I was reading on it was, was, yeah, Steam totally supports it and and everything else. So I'm like, wow, that's I didn't really. I mean, I, I just thought that was interesting. That, do, we, do we find out how Malachor films like f- forms an outer crust above in the air? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like in Rebels, <laughs> when they went to Malachor and it had like an upper like oh yeah crust right and right right yeah, yeah yeah oh that's right yeah <laughs> forgot about that didn't I you did, yeah 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 I, uh, yeah again I'm just now just starting to absorb all this so 
Um, but yeah, However, in the I game, love those I believe, games. I believe man. it was Malachor Five in the game. Yeah, in Rebels it was just called Malachor. Malachor right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah. So, but yeah, fun. Those games hold up, and uh, yeah, I mean they're not modern by any means, but just I, th- there was just so much lore and thought and everything else put into them. If I play the modern version, will it make me give two craps about Darth Nihilus? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people Again, seem to think mask. Darth Nihilus is the coolest thing in the world. It's literally a robe, it's a mask, a and a right. noise. <laughs> That's all it is. Right, right. <laughs> Whatever. No, I, I really loved that game, but yeah, the ending ruined it. Yeah. Ruined it. Yeah. But if there's a modded version that fills stuff yeah. in, I'm gonna have to, I, that. At some point, I'll, because I usually play it light side and then I'll do a dark side so maybe when yeah. I do dark side I'll do the I usually version. play it light side and then I attempt to do dark side and end up going light side really <laughs> I cannot commit be to a being a bad guy <laughs> can't be a dick to I people can't. well in real life it's fine in gaming I cannot in gaming I struggle to no maintain. I always do light side but now I force myself to do the dark side stuff just for funsies so. you guys have any idea how much I want to play Star Wars tabletop again yeah, <laughs> I've just been waiting for the the, the the call to arms. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I I'm want ready. it so badly, so badly, so badly. In fact, that I'm willing to hear what Howie's docket is. What's your Howie docket? My Howie, Howie docket is Space Force. Space Force. Has anybody watched Space Force? No, but my interest is is growing. I have, Mike. I've all- I've watched no. all stop of No, stop typing and, and look at me. Sorry. You look him in the eye. Attention. Look him in the eye. I have to do my job. Lock Shake his hand. <laughs> web the web. I don't do my job. You don't have to Firm do yours grip. either. <laughs> <laughs> we can stop doing notes. Peace I'm doing stars. my job. I keep telling you guys who goes next. Steve Carell. <laughs> you would do that regardless if that was your job or not. Yeah, but it's the only time you guys listen. <laughs> I watch Space Force, Howie. Sometimes. You watch the, the two best people watch Space Force. Yeah. Um, Who are they? I still don't know. I don't know that yet. I think but, it's pretty um, obvious. <laughs> I don't know if we I heard that whoever these two best people are, they also watch Space Force in addition to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, let's. This is quite enjoyable. If you <laughs> yeah. don't go into it with any like seriousness or like <laughs> I mean, you have to take it for what it is i want it's to know steve carell right give me a, a, a an ip a property that has a similar humorous humor tone to space force like what is it like in tone because the previews are confusing the That's trailers tough. for the show are just confusing as hell Oh man, it's That's like it's like tough. super serious but completely silly. Yes, I mean, yeah. but it's not like Naked Gun serious no. and silly. No, no, it's not. It's, it's t- yeah. That's my fear because it feels. Why like, do you have to compare it to something? The reason why is because I feel like it's it doing that weird thing where it's not super clear, and so when you go into it. You, it might be kind of muddy, like you're not sure where it's trying to take you in terms of tone. Oh, I don't think that that's okay. I don't think that that uh, uh, is a problem. Uh, I don't think so. It's, it's just tough to f- think of another show that is like it. Like, yeah, because there's not they don't make shows like it anymore. It's no laugh track. 
it's not like a mockumentary like all the other shows coming out. And yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah. Okay. So it, it's definitely tongue in cheek. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing, right? Um, and, and they're not tr- <laughs> they're not trying to have this. It's like strong message. Yeah. Which is another it's, thing because it came out as like, uh, as like, cause you know, Donald Trump announces space force and then a year and a half later we have a show satirizing it. It would be easy to interpret it as like from up without knowing if you, you know, as going, Oh, this is just going to be sat politicized, political satire. But from what I've read, it's not, it's not so much political satire. It's satire of the whole machine. Not, not, the politics uh, behind yeah I, yeah everything is at, at a certain point at a certain point everything becomes so ridiculous that it's not even believable yeah yeah and it has nothing to do with reality yeah at all. and it's okay yeah um but one of my, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite people in this is John Malkovich yeah, I know. I was, was going to say that. That makes me words. excited because I love John Malkovich when I love John Malkovich and I get, just can't stand I him think, otherwise. <laughs> like, I don't I know. I don't him. I don't know in most things. Yeah. What what that is for you? But I think John Garrett Malkovich does. I think, <laughs> yeah, John Malkovich does tug on some annoying strings of mine a lot. Yeah. of times. But this one spot on. Yeah. Loved every minute of it. Like He's I liked fantastic. him in Red, you know. I don't know if I've seen Red. I, I thought in Red, I thought he was great. But like the, a bunch of other films that I've seen him in, and I'm having trouble naming anything other than being John Malkovich right now, where I'm just like, oh, well, the, right, the that's Man enough. in the Iron Mask. Yeah, that one. He yeah, like it's just like sometimes I'm just like you're too much, too yeah. much Johnny, too but much no, J Mal. That's the thing is everybody is. Not taking themselves seriously, which at is all. yeah, which is when when like people like him, I feel like are at it. well, I don't people like him. Where yeah, I feel like he's at his best. As uh, uh, Jin Jin Yang from uh, Silicon Valley, yeah, Silicon not Valley. not playing a character, not hot dog. He's not playing not the not hot dog, dog character, <laughs> no. and he's hilarious. I've um, seen a little bit of his stand-up. Ben and Schwartz. I, and I enjoyed Ben Schwartz. Oh, yeah. He's great. <laughs> playing Ben Schwartz. Ben, playing, yeah. Playing John Ralphio. Yeah. Yeah. Or no. Uh, no. What is that? Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Park, yeah. Um, yeah. See, there's quite, there's quite a few bigger names that are not. Jane Lynch. It, um, what's that? Jane Lynch. Jane, Jane Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. She's probably what in... Just a couple, yeah, two, three episodes. I love Jane Lynch um, just showing up and stuff, like in Mrs. Maisel. You just get yeah. enough Jane Lynch to just have it be ridiculous. Yeah, and then well, that's, that's the thing is like when they're they're sitting around like the the round table of all the yeah. generals and it's so ridiculous. Yeah, because <laughs> about you talking about the the making fun of the machine. That's a big part of that. It's so ridiculous. It's funny because. Of how ridiculous. And these people are great, great actors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lisa Kudrow. Oh, I love Lisa Kudrow. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, I love Lisa Kudrow. Big crush, long crush on Lisa well, Kudrow. Well, that's an int- completely interesting story, which they do not explain. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you said that, because I, so, I thought I missed it. No. And okay. I am, it leaves you like, what? 
I need to know more how we got from point A to point B here. Save it for season two. Yeah. So it's, it's, the thing is they do it so abruptly that you're left with, okay, they're going to explain, this is going to be something that happens later. You know, they don't just all of a sudden this happens and not, (laughs) and just brush past it. But uh, yeah, it's, I highly recommend it. Have as you long as you, it? have you yeah. all the, okay. yeah. My favorite part is when uh, Jin Yang and the uh, what's she a captain? The, the one who flies Steve Carell around everywhere. Yeah, um, and they go on the road trip, and he starts trying to dis- <laughs> describe Full Metal Alchemist to her. <laughs> oh no! It is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's oh so yeah, it's. Yeah, was it, full, it was Full Metal Alchemist, right? I, I think, think so. Yeah. Um, Mike would like it if it was Cowboy Bebop. There was, yeah. there was so many little funny moments with all the characters, or, or at least most of them anyways, that yeah. they make them all fairly endearing. That's good. Uh, and you like a lot of them. And there's obviously there's some that you're like, I hate you because I'm, you know. You're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, it's a fun watch. It's fun. Yeah. Thir- I mean, they, they go by so quick. They're 30 minute or 23 minute or whatever they are. Oh, yeah. It's it just like a 45 minute show. No, it's just boom, boom, boom. Okay. Uh, which I think is perfect for this show because of of, of that tone that they have. It's okay. the little bite sized chunks that are just fun. A fun little, like, oh, I need something really light and fun to watch. Space Wars. Space Wars. Marvelous. Do you feel the same Space way, Wars. Garrick? It sounded like you did. Yeah, I, it's it's funny. Like, um, it's not like roll around on the floor funny, no, but it's nope. like, <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's it's very witty at points. Some point, you know, sometimes obviously things don't land very well, but overall, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, if it's a light candy watch, I can squeeze it in anywhere, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I like speaking about squeezing things in anywhere, Garrick. <laughs> yeah. So, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Uh, have you seen the uh, British? Wait, wait. I think he's. <laughs> I think he patted that down and spiked it hard. All right, go ahead. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> We're laughing at your sound effects. Oh yeah, like I make my own. I don't need a stupid soundboard. Yeah, me neither. I did that with my oh, mouth. I'm like Michael good. Winslow. I thought that so, came out of your butt. Like, I, I really, really, really like the British baking cook-off. Have you guys seen that? The Great British Bake Off? <sighs> yeah. Garrick. The British Baking Cook-Off. Yep, you yeah, really like, like it. <laughs> I'm disappointed in... So, so like, I, I like yeah, those, you those British points reality yeah. shows. You're into the lot. cooking in outdoor tents for some reason genre. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, British reality shows... that. Uh, There's like, so much, I, so much more real. There's so much. The they British are they're way better. Show. They are American, because they're, American they're not real. They're American all not reality real. shows are trying to hype the drama. So yes. they find a bunch of assholes. Yep. To to act like assholes, and yep. they find a bunch of normie people. So British baking, great British Bake Off. They don't do that. You know, yeah. they find real people who can bake. I agree. Well, they have a similar <laughs> show that. Just came out called Crazy Delicious. Crazy Delicious. Yes. So yeah. the reason I like this one is because the Great Brit- the British cook off thing. 
whatever bake off <laughs> the cooking with british, british is, baking have, have show it, they haven't been releasing episodes on netflix recently so i needed something to you know scratch the itch scratch that itch and this yeah. one happened to pop up on my feed so the basically the premise is they're in like Willy Wonka's factory at the oh beginning Lord, where everything's I'm edible. In. I'm in. <laughs> and so they like, there's three of them. They start with three cooks, like just normie cooks, not professionals. And they have what are called the gods and they kind of sit up uh, above the, the cooks and they're all, they're all really nice. They're like famous uh, chefs and um, restaurant owners and that kind of stuff. Right. And so they, the, basically the premise is they go through this garden collect ingredients from like edible everything's pretty much edible yeah so they they grab things from the garden and cook something for the gods and it can't be something like oh here's a cake it has to be like something they don't expect so it makes them think outside the box oh so you gotta make something weird yeah so for instance one guy the challenge was to do grilling so this guy for instance took a, a watermelon skinned it Put it on a grill for the grill marks, to, and it looked made it look exactly like a grilled ham. Oh wow! <laughs> so it's it's I, I like it a lot more because they get real inventive with things uh, to impress these judges. Because not only do they have to make it taste good, they have to use the ingredients around them, but they also have to make it like crazy. Yeah, which, and, and I love it because the judges are just so nice. Like the judges in American shows are just terrible well they're uh, the judge of american shows are either stars who are drugged out of their mind and stupid or yeah. all of the a-holes that we import from britain so that they don't have to have them on their reality shows yeah. right i'm gonna say <laughs> most of the judges are british so. yeah well they're no simon cowell or that <laughs> scottish guy what's his face or that here? uptight lady from the food network Ugh. yeah but they're, they're all super nice and, it, and it's such a positive show because, you know, at the end of the, the round, they'll bring their food to the judges and they kind of they eat it and they give great compliments and they're mm-hmm. very nice. Even their like criticisms are super nice. And it's just this great, happy show. And it's kind of like I needed that right now. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm already wanting to go watch the show because yeah, it's just same. so laid back in the host. Um, <clears throat> or I can't remember her name, but she's. She's got that dry British humor. She's kind of mm. whimsical and funny. And everything's just so pleasant and great. And the people on the, the contestants are all so nice to each other. And they're just... that. I think at one point someone's offering to help someone because they're kind of behind. And it's just it's just good stuff. Yeah. You should check it I out. It's amazing time. how enjoyable it is when people aren't dicks to each other. I have a hard time <laughs> watching any of those kind of competition shows. They I, do yeah. not interest me at no, all. Okay. And I've watched some things yeah. that some people are like, oh, this is great. Like even the the British Bake Off. British Bake Off. And I'm like, nah, it's just not my thing. The great these, British Bake Off. boring and, and they're yeah. contrived, in my opinion. I'm, I don't get excited about that show, but to, some of the things that Garrick's saying about this show are things that I do like about that show, which is everybody's respectful. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. It's it's not typical because, like I said, they have to invent. Like, they're inventing things as they go along. Yeah, and that sounds to cooler to me. Like, I get bored with the baking shows eventually, you know? I'd rather watch Alton Brown just completely dissect some different food every episode. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. that, yeah, that what you're describing is like making a more inventive, more uh, original type premise, but yet with yeah the respectfulness of the great. That's that's actually very appealing to me. 
Yeah. Um, I think my wife would probably love it too. Oh yeah, definitely. So uh, what's it called again? Crazy Delicious? Crazy Delicious. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Hmm. How many episodes? Six. Oh, stupid British. I don't know. <laughs> I think they're about an hour apiece because there's like three or four rounds they go through each episode. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna get into that. But first, boys, I'm getting into this. Guys, I'm gonna what? give you a choice. You guys have a choice here, right? Would I rather? Would you rather DCE? Penelope Ann Miller. Wait, what? Would you rather DCEU or would you rather Boys Season Two? Boys Season, boys season, season Two. two. All right, boys there we go. <laughs> I am tired of <laughs> superhero shit. So, well, wait give a minute. Me more Boys Uh-oh. Season Two. <laughs> so more of that. Uh-oh. I know. Like, wait, That's huh? what I think is funny because it's like, okay, look, the news is superheroes. Or superheroes, <laughs> or superheroes, <laughs> or but superheroes. Su- like the last, guts. there's no news. Sixty weeks there's of no our news. existence has been superhero because news. Longtime franchises are the only thing there's any news for because they're always in the works. Everything else is just on hey, hold. We, right. we talked about the Jim Butcher novel last week, which is excellent. <laughs> that I read is all, not apparently. what was on Mike's list. <laughs> Breaking I news: The Jim Butcher novel never came out. He never wrote Aww. it. It was a lie all oh, along. No. Oh no! Breaking news. Sorry, Harry. Corey is jaded. Well, the boys season two trailer or teaser trailer has come out. Uh, Lots of blood. I don't really have much to say about it. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I have not uh, heard the audio. I watched it. I guess the season starts uh, September 4th, if I'm not mistaken. So anyway, there's not much really news to report about. I just wanted to kind of get reactions. You guys excited about season two? Did uh, did everybody watch, by the way? Hell no. Yes. No, you have not. Season one. You haven't no. watched season one? What? Yeah. what? I'm suffering through Doom Patrol right now. So <laughs> suffering? I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm, you not would, suffering. I'm enjoying Doom you Patrol. You would not but... suffer through yeah. the boys. Yeah. No, the way you guys talked about it, it's like, no. Nah. No, the boys sounds off. Like on paper, it sounds so up its own butt. And then you watch it and you go, well, I oh. heard you guys talk about it and how much you enjoyed it, but the things that. And I'm like, I don't need all that need negativity. The and hands, the, the, severed hands. Just talking about what you're talking about, the, the cooking show, Garrett, it sounds like complete opposite, the boys. Yeah. I, it well, you knocked on that, right. too. <laughs> the cooking show does Life not have sucks, the flash guys. running through a person. You're right. Okay, so Howie has not watched Yet. it. The rest no. of us have. Yet, yeah, maybe next season. No, no, I've, uh, I'm, 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 who knows? But I gotta say, I'm looking forward to it. It's not a feel-good show. No, it's not. It's definitely a, a dark satire. But, but as bleak as it is, I feel like, and I don't want to say there's a humor to it. Even there, is there is a humor. There is. It's, it's a dark humor. But it's yeah, the yeah, it dark is. humor of it. Is just right to salvage what would otherwise be so horribly bleak and oppressive that you don't even they want do, to watch it. And you're you're right. Yeah. It is kind of that way. But On paper, it when people would describe <laughs> it to me before, I was like, mm, I don't think but so. They, and then and then I started watching the first episode. I'm like, I really don't. Th- Whoa. Hey, Howie. And then the rest of that episode, I don't think so. But then I get this episode two, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm all in. Look, yeah, I would like to say Aomir, right? Eh? Yeah. Aomir huh? Howie. Aomir. Is that his name? Is that his Who sister? are you talking about? He's talking it's about... Aowen. He's... What? 
That's Aowen. Aowen. Oh, yeah. Aomir, I guess. Right. Aomir. Theoden's son. Well, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I like Lord of the Rings. There's, there's, there's that. I mean, that's Two got towers. that going for it. Yeah. Yeah. Judge yeah. Dredd, man. So if it took place in the Lord of the Rings universe, then I'd be all in. Well, I'll wait for that. Mike might have a news item. <laughs> anyway, the tra- the trailer's <laughs> out. I watched the trailer. Did anybody else watch the trailer? Garrick, you probably did, right? I did, yeah. I, I mean, tell you much. I, no, it really didn't. So it's it sounds not, like more like a teaser. It's not earth it's shattering in any way. Well, yeah, it's, it's barely a teaser. Well, I mean, it ended on a it ended on a, a pretty dark cliff, note, a dark cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, right. So they can't give you a too much. <laughs> right ahead of time. Right. It looks like we got some new characters at least this season. Right. Um, you can good. tell that much. Um, Which they should. Aqu- I feel like a show like this needs to expand every season. Like, yeah, 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 Aquaman's if, coming back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's one of my favorite. Yeah, oh, <laughs> whatever his disgusting. name is. Disgusting. <laughs> the deep, the deep. Yeah, yes. the deep. Yeah, disgusting. <laughs> he's so he gross. Is. Like that actor he's deserves terrible. accolades because I, I, a character playing a character like that, you're never going to get any attention for. But he is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I mean, yes, the character does disgusting things, but I feel like the actor deserves credit because just looking at it, you just go, oh. He really, yeah. He Same with the Superman character. That. What's the Superman character? Home, uh, Homelander. 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 Yeah. Homelander. Yeah, yeah, in a whole different way, also just He's just got that dead-eye psycho stare down. Oh. He really does. God, he's got that look. I, I mean, he can, and he switches on a dime, man. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Well, and just a, a character with that kind of power. I mean, again, he's like the Superman analog, so he's mm-hmm. got this incredible strength and can fly. He's virtually but, invincible. But, laser vision. Yeah, the laser vision. Yeah, he's got is the whole terrifying. thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. it literally cuts people in half. With but I mean, I, I I think, but when I think of him, I think back to to one of his best scenes, which was in season one when they're on the plane that's going down. Yeah. And, uh, and there's the arguing. wonder what the one yeah the Wonder Woman's like well can't we you know let's fly people off let's do this or you know can't you just pick up the plane and just land it you know yeah. kind of thing and he's like yeah it doesn't work that way I would just like rip right through it yeah. you know and he's just like being very matter of fact yeah and while people all these people around him like afraid that they're they're getting ready to die and he's just like doesn't care because he knows he's fine right <laughs> he's like yeah he's I'm like walking. yeah I can't save these he's people. like I'm walking away from this yeah. so let's go Wonder Woman yeah you know, whatever like, well, we gotta is. try something there's nothing we can do and. It, yeah. But like, meanwhile, these people are like, just what the hell, man? And there's this this woman, and she's got her daughter, and she's like, just save my daughter. Yeah. And and the Wonder Woman analog is like, let's just save the daughter. And he's like, no, she's, she'll talk as soon as we get down to the ground. She's gonna tell everybody what we did. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, whoa. Yeah. And and they fly off, and they let all these people die. The sad thing <laughs> is, this analog. Like, I mean, yeah, it's written as like a what if superheroes. You know, all powerful people are corrupt, right? Like not all power people who are all powerful are easily corrupted, right? But you can see these same kind of conversations happening on a microcosm between a cop who does something crappy and the other cops. Like we gotta do it when we can't. Now, now they know too much. You know what I mean? It's it's, sure. it's it's just it makes you feel real creepy. Well, overall, I mean, they're really they're really laying into the the our culture, the the American culture, right? Yeah. I mean, we worship these superheroes and. You know, we see them as as this thing. Yeah. You know, and and they are marketable. They take and children a, worship a them very and, different approach to saying, "Yeah, here's our image. This is reality." Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, it's a very different thing, and it's interesting. You know, Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> oh, her end scene. Yeah. 
Oh, cow. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> How he hasn't seen it yet. He has not, so we're not going to say. I'm going to tell you the old, the really the main reason I was watching Doom Patrol is because of Alan Tudyk. This does not have that draw for me. Mm. No, there's no Alan Tudyk. No, we need it. We need a so Tudickable Alan. Even yet. even Carl Urban is it? Yeah, Urbane or it's Urban. Urban, and he. Yeah. He is great in this, man. So he good. is. Billy, what's his name? He's Billy? great in everything. What Madison? are you talking about? Billy everything. Butcher. Billy Butcher. <laughs> With that, like, like, oh, his... Oh. They could reboot Batman and Robin. I don't and think there's anything I've ever seen. He, 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 he has range. His range is so wide. And it's so infuriating wide. because he's so damn good looking. <laughs> right. But he's got the range of a wild character actor. But you think he's just, oh, he's just a leading man. Name the, the most normal thing I've seen him in. Was uh was what was it Robot Cop? What was the name of that show? I always called it Robot Almost Cop. Almost Human. Almost Human. That was like the most normal yeah. character he's ever played. Everything else has been wildly different. That's a great show. <laughs> that was that show. I deserves. can't believe they canceled it. Yeah, it was one of the classic cases of network television. They all came out with the same show in the same season, so they but all that, died. You oh, should give this show the a best. shot, though. Oh, How awesome! You should give it a show. shot. It's worth a shot. I'm telling you. It's yeah. entertaining, honestly, and Treat it's it right yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It doesn't have Alan Tudyk, but it has Simon mm-hmm. Pegg. It does have Simon Pegg. It's got. I, oh, get, I, right. I, get, I can get you a forty percent Tudyk. <laughs> how, Tudyk much, how much Simon sure. Pegg? Uh, uh, multiple scenes. So not much. He's at the, least three episodes. He's yeah. the dad of one of the main characters. Okay, he's the so dad three of episodes, the main character. How many minutes in each episode? Um, <laughs> how many total minutes on screen time? Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> what's a minute in peg? How time? many lines? <laughs> oh, I, I, right, I, I didn't even keep here. track because there were so many. <laughs> So I haven't lied yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Simon Pegg is in four episodes, my friend. Yeah, how many minutes? And and uh, how, many, how many episodes uh, are there? Twelve. Simon uh, Pegg. Simon uh, Pegg plays a fallible character, which eh? is something you don't normally. Simon Pegg plays characters who are practically infallible. They're always that's true. They're yeah, always right. upbeat. They're always you know what I mean. He plays a character where you where you're going. Oh no. He's n- he's definitely yeah he's yeah. not comic relief in this no that's, not at know. all oh so not even a little huh <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty with Carl Urban yeah, Carl, Carl Urban is your he is so your comic the relief main, in the whole main thing. draw for Simon Pegg is not he he doesn't do there's two two <laughs> two pieces of humor in this show two two angles of the humor one is the main character and just his awkwardness and how he's getting sucked into this world of people who are really angry at superheroes right and his awkward weirdness but the rest of it's just all carl urban he's this guy <laughs> you know he's been in this for so long all he right doesn't i'll give make three. i'll make a deal with you yeah you guys all watch both seasons of hannah and i'll watch the boys he really didn't both sell me seasons on hannah. of hannah i'll, I'll there's uh, only I'll one two, H. all two of them I'll, I'll give it a shot there's eight episodes how many episodes of how many episodes of the boys i think eight were there eight? In that first season, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems like there is. It's. More I mean, yeah. It's. 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 Re, it's digestible. You're not gonna. How many? How long are they? An hour or forty-five, uh, something like long. that. Forty-five to an hour. When did so. When did the new segment become wheeling and dealing with Howie? 
don't know. I, I just you I think started it. I think it's worth a watch. I'm you just I'm just surprised he's so to resistant it, to it. And I'm like, I didn't want to do it in the first place. And so if you're gonna force me, to, they're not gonna force me to do it. But you tried to get me to do it. I want to try to get you to do it. <laughs> the pudding. That's what I'm just trying to say. Oh, you've been you've been looking for a family program to watch. Together, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Gather the family around the TV. Uh, this is the one. Get the popcorn. This is the one. Oh, right by the away. way, Space Force not family friendly. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. Oh, man. Never heard so many F-bombs from Steve Carell. Oh. Holy cow, really? Uh, yeah, they're hilarious. The, Every single time he says it, yeah. I crack up. It, it's oh. true. All right, so The Boys Season 2, look for that in September. Gonna. All right, so this it. next one was a little shocking to me. I had to read this headline a couple times. Oh, shocking. Solo's on Disney+. Plus. Wait, I, thought I, was, I thought we had a choice of one or the other. No, 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 no. That was the first just, story. The second story is happening. There's what? no choices here. Yeah. No. <laughs> the choose your own adventure still has an ending. <laughs> All right. So we have a we have a new crossover on the way. What? This is gonna be in the form of a comic series. So mm-hmm. Garrick, comics. pay attention. Right. Which we're gonna I'm have listening. to have a we're gonna have to have a comic discussion here in a second. But oh, uh, no. okay. All right, so like here's this. the crossover. You guys ready? Been a while. Back to the future. Oh I don't I'm like crossover back in. to the future in the same Well, sense. you're getting it. Uh, and Transformers. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <Hard> out. <laughs> what? Is, I am huh? totally not out. I am completely in. <laughs> How's that even possible? Jelly. I don't know, but it's happening. Just the DeLorean this becomes sentient. This is like sentient. the worst episode IDW. Ever done. The DeLorean gets. <laughs> they accidentally drop Energon and Mr. Fusion. Oh, yeah. Look at this Transformer. He has the flux capacitor in his chest. It's basically. Yeah. It's basically the uh, the Transformer is the DeLorean. I just said that. <laughs> oh. I I said, what's the lamest toss they could do? And that's and his, it. And that's what it is. And his name is Gigawatt. Oh, my. <laughs> no, it's not. No, no it's, it's not. not. It is totally Gigawatt. No. My goodness, my Yes. 1.21 gigawatts. His name is Gigawatt. Gigawatt. Okay. If they say gigawatt, (laughs) they don't deserve anything. (laughs) What's a comic so you say it in your head? Oh, that's Uh, true. You guys got me on that It is gigawatt because that's what Christopher Lloyd said. All right. For a long time, Transformers, the toy series, has done little crossovers. Most recently, they did a a Ghostbusters crossover with the... the, uh, Ecto-1. The Ecto-1 was a Transformer. So now we have the DeLorean, but this... Will be a limited run comic series. IDW, who runs both of these titles, oh, yeah. back, they both Back to the Future together. and Transformers. Transformers long running for them. Probably their, I'd venture to say, their most successful title ever. Um, and then Back to the Future, which was a very successful run for them. Mm. They have got these. Uh, these two, these two, you guys are so uninterested. I'm not. I'm totally in, man. Totally. These are two of my I'll, I'll most get the favorite. First issue. We'll see. Yeah, uh, it's gonna I'm be. Int- it's gonna be dumb. But. I'm intrigued enough by the ridiculous of this. Well, movie. here's the thing. I mean, Bob Gale, who was. Uh, I mean, it was. It was uh, Bruckheimer. Is that who it was that did Back to the Future? Who, who's the Who's the main guy? I think it was Bruckheimer and, and Bob Gale. Yes, and. uh 
Bob Gale's kind of the other half of the team that put together the uh, Back to the Future movies. So he was heavily involved in the Zemeckis. comics. Zemeckis. Sorry. I was like, it was not Brock. No, you're right. Right, way. right. It was Zemeckis and Bob Gale. And Bob Gale is the second half here. And, and Gale was heavily involved in the um, in the comic series. And actually, those comics are considered canon now, by the way, just so you know. Oh. Uh, is a video game? Because I still haven't finished episode five. <laughs> I haven't either. The video game is canon. Yeah. Yes. I, it's a great game. I don't know yeah. why I've never brought myself to they, finish it. They actually um, they put the video game to comics. So there's like a five-issue okay. comic series that basically yeah. highlights the game. Maybe so I should if you don't want to yeah. finish the game, just read the comic. <laughs> Good game. <laughs> it is, actually. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of fun. So I have the game, too. But... Uh, I guess that's why I'm interested because Bob Gale, he's he's um, part of the team. He's the guy that um, when they talk about doing Back to Future Four, mm-hmm. he's like, "Yeah, fuck you, we're not doing that." Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's very protective of that property. Mm-hmm. So him agreeing to do this is interesting, I guess, to me. So I don't know. We'll see. And again, I'm a Transformers fan from, and I can see how you guys. Uh would be skeptical of this not being transformer fans because you know age and all that stuff but uh, i don't know we'll see <laughs> yeah we were only you Sounds know, fun square in the middle of the target demographic when transformers hit the scene no i was but you guys were a little young when it first came out this is 84 uh, i got the I had, toys i had all my yeah, toys i was Did five you? years old yeah. man that was right. right there but I will say some of them are really hard to transform. <laughs> My little five-year-old brain, six-year-old brain had trouble figuring some of them out. Well, the, the GoBots were for the little, little kids. Shut the up. Transformers. I had GoBots. I did, too. <laughs> I did, too. I'm uh, not they lying. They came free in a Wendy's kids meal. I mean, come on. <laughs> the purple jet guy. You knew he was a GoBot because his the wings would fold up. Yeah, he's transformed. <laughs> Because they were his arms. Right. You just looked at the bottom of him, and there was a face and an indentation where legs would be, and then his arms, just the wings flapped. Nailed it. Purple guy. There you go. So anyway, for comic fans. Now, speaking of comics, are you, are you partaking right now, Garrick? Uh, yeah, are you holding uh, Are you smoking weed? Oh. Because it okay. hasn't opened yet. Yeah, see, and that's that's what I'm going through. Our, our comic store here locally has opened. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone a couple times. I'm like, do I have any titles? <laughs> you got they, had like, going, they had like one <laughs> in my pick list. Wow. So, yikes, man, talk about, dude, the comic industry may not survive this. I'm dead yeah. serious. I mean, this has been a long time coming. This was happening no matter what. Yeah. But mm-hmm. COVID is, I think, is really ushering this, they, this stage I, in. I think at this point, they kind of need to reboot all the comics to get people interested in something again. I mean, we're even talking the Star Wars stuff. I mean, the main titles, all that stuff. <gasps> even the it. Star Wars stuff? I mean, that's Sorry. the stuff yeah. I'm most interested in, yeah. and I haven't invading. seen any of them in... I mean, I could probably hop on the internet and find them, but I'm not. Yeah. You know, I like giving the business to our local... Yeah. I don't know how they're staying open. I don't know how they have the doors open right now. You Last time I talked to her, she was just <laughs> basically... The, the gal I talked to at the, at the store was just like, yeah, our, you know, weekly deliveries are just I'm mean, they're like I don't know 10-15% of what they had been prior to COVID. Oh so they're sharing the Harbor Freight uh distribution channels I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think well, I, I don't know what I don't know what the publishers are well DC went on. with a different um vendor like they got away from Diamond. We, we yeah, I knew they were yeah, I knew they were doing so and Marvel I think is close like, to that type of deal like too. Chaos now. 
I don't think Mar- Marvel for the first time is talking about not printing their own. They're going to outsource. Um, their that mean they're going to stop so. charging like $9 for a freaking dollar's worth of comics? No, that's DC. DC's the one that's doing oh, that's right. real expensive stuff right now. But. I, yeah. I don't know. Last the, time I talked to her, though. That's only two ninety nine in DC. All I know want. is that an Archie Comics Double Digest was a buck fifty nine when I was a kid, <laughs> yeah. and it's seven ninety nine now. You're not a kid, but now. there's what no the Batman hell? wieners in those, are there? <laughs> there's no <laughs> Batman wieners. That's true. You pay for so the anyway. I, I I don't know. Maybe some uh, exciting news for me. I guess if, if my local shop ever gets this title, <laughs> I don't well, know if that's going to happen. If I'm reading this right, it doesn't come out till October, so maybe you have a shot. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you know what they say about October? That's the the pandemic clearing month. Is what that is. Mm. That's October is the month of recovery. So you <laughs> spit in the candy and hand it out to kids. Wait, don't do that. Yeah, no, don't don't do that. Is what I meant to say. But is that all for news, Mike? That's all I had. for That news. means it's time for the Porkins bite of the week. Again. I don't know if y'all know this, but a lot of people don't let these kids run all over the neighborhood no more when they're playing outside. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Porking the kid had to sneeze. <laughs> a lot of people don't let these kids run all over the neighborhood because of safety issues, stranger mm, danger, all that business. Yeah, right. I got some statistics for you. I know. Uh-oh. This is mind-blowing. 99.8% of the children who go missing come home. Yeah, 90% of children who are reported as missing simply didn't understand the directions they were given. (laughs) Miscommunication with the parents or just plans. And they come home. Yeah. You know, 9% are kidnapped. I'm sorry, by a family member. Oh. In a custody dispute. Oh. Anybody who's ever seen an Amber Alert on their phone know what this is like. Mm-hmm. 3% are abducted by non-family members, usually during the commission of a crime, such as a robbery or a sexual assault. The kidnapper is often someone the child knows. Only about 100 children, a fraction of a percent, are kidnapped each year in the stereotypical stranger abductions that you always hear about in the news. <laughs> that thing that everybody's trying to avoid when they let these kids go out and play in the neighborhood. Yep. And about half of them come home. Mm, so, wow. don't add up. Maybe you should let your kids get outside. Yeah. Stretch his legs. Well, yes, sir. I don't want those kids around my neighborhood. <laughs> just don't let them in the Garrick's neighborhood. You know what I know, man. This is what I keep trying to tell my uh, my wife and the kids' mom and my gra- and their grandma. Like it's That's not as dangerous as you say it That's is. That's a good thing. The thing that gets me about grandma, right? Grandma didn't care. <laughs> Remember how she when you were in the fourth grade and you had a key to the house (laughs) because when you got off the bus, there was nobody home for another three hours. Right. (laughs) Grandma didn't care that your stupid little ass was running all over the neighborhood Uh and outside the neighborhood miles from home sometimes. Yes, sir. But when it comes to her grandbaby. Now, that's a little bit different. Grandma sings a completely different tune. I know. What the heck? My mom's the same way. Um, 
you know, I don't know if the rest of these guys know, I'm a big fan of, of an old show in the 2000s called Bullshit, right? Penn yes, and Teller. Penn did and a, Teller. Did, did a show called Bullshit. Uh, was it Showtime or HBO? Showtime. Yeah. And uh, one of their episodes was, um, I think it was called Stranger Danger, actually. And they were talking about the fear that that the modern parents have of their children going outside. You let them out of sight, and they're stuff. gone. And... Yeah. Uh, I mean, and it was the same thing. They were just basically citing statistics that it's just not happening, yeah. and we're probably depriving our kids and, and of real life experiences and blah mm-hmm. blah. Uh, the the interesting thing about that particular episode was that there was a couple in New York City, mm-hmm. and they had I don't know twelve thirteen year old son. Yeah, and they allowed him to hop the train and go through the city. New York City. <laughs> New York City. And. Uh, yeah, he just he just asked to do it, and they were like, and they knew the statistics, and they're like, yeah, he's he's going to be fine. You know, we just make sure he knows where, what trains to get on and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And and I think this was they had to go to school or something. I can't remember exactly. It's been a while since I've seen the episode, but um, but they said yeah, they'd always get blowback because he'd always be stopped by people on the street. You know, yeah, where's your parents? By, yeah, you know, oh, good. You you're by yourself. No. Oh, <laughs> things happen real fast around right here. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know, again, Forget biggest, about it. biggest city, you know, in the in the I'm country and all this stuff. And this kid, you know, New does York this on a daily basis. Completely fine. <laughs> yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I was a kid in the suburbs of Chicago. Uh-huh. And when I say the suburbs, I, I'm not trying to, like, paint a beautiful picture. The suburb I lived in, all the people that we knew from outside the suburb wouldn't even come to our house for a party. They might not have liked us, but... The thing we always heard was that people didn't like coming into our suburb. Uh, yeah, people from the other suburbs gotcha. yeah. didn't like coming to our suburb because it was rough. And <laughs> looking back, uh, yeah, kind of for the area, it really kind of was. Mm-hmm. I had free reign over yeah, that right, place. Right. You know, uh, not not f- a month after we moved in, you know, eight years old. Right. Just wherever I want. Yeah. I mean, there were... I, I don't know what the boundaries even were. Yeah, honestly, I don't either. Thinking back, I mean, I I, was, I don't remember my parents ever go, "Don't pass Bountain Road" or "Don't yeah. go across 53." <laughs> well, I don't remember any of that. I do. I mean, we lived in a subdivision. Yeah, and it was off. I mean, for uh, for for you guys, uh, yeah. Calhoun Road or yeah. Calhoun, um, which is a busy street, mm-hmm. but we were a subdivision off of that, um, and we, pretty much the subdivision. They just said, "Just don't go out on Calhoun." Yeah, you know, that's too big. You know, you just yeah. don't need to go there. Now, we had grandparents that lived on Calhoun, so we could go around the block and, and go straight to their house, but yeah. that was it, you know, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, no, growing up, I same thing. I, I was born in 73, mm. so, my you know, my formative Jeez. years are late 70s, you know, mid 80s, you know, so, you know, pretty young yeah. during those times. Birth you know? certificate chiseled in stone, yeah. Chiseled in stone, but um, but yeah, no, same thing, man. I mean, in the in the subdivision, we had no boundaries. Yeah, we didn't even have a subdivision because the. I mean, those were newer. You know what I mean? Where I lived, and people who looked up on a map from the roads, I just said it's a, it's it's not a bad place. Right. But at the time, it was going through a very rough transition, and uh, and now actually the shopping centers and stuff around there are crazy busy. None of that existed mm-hmm. uh back then, and. Yeah, like I remember when we first moved in, I didn't know where anything was. My parents were like, "Well, you can ride your bike, you know, up and down the block, at the end of the streets, and there's a cul-de-sac in the middle of the street. You can go down there and whatever." And it was like, but very soon after that, it was fine that I was like, 
going blocks away up to the white hen pantry, you know, the convenience store, the video store by myself. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm second and third grade. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. younger than my daughter is now. My daughter, who's never been to the gas station right around the corner. Right. Without a like without being in a car. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just and she's never. Here's the thing. She's never asked to. It's like it's not like all the little girls in the cul-de-sac. Are like, we're going to go buy candy at the gas station. Can we go? The questions never come up. Right. It's not even a consideration. It's not even part of their consciousness. Mm hmm. But holy crap, all we wanted to do was get outside. Yeah. We oh, Don't God, get me wrong. Yeah. My daughter loves to go outside and play in the cul-de-sac. But like. It's different now, though, man. Yeah. I have to. Um, now, I mean, admittedly, my kids split time between me and mom. Yeah, right. Right. Um, so they're with me half the time. But when they're with me, I, I got to kick them out of the house. Yeah. I'm like, get out. Yep. Let's put those dang things down and go outside. Yeah. You know, Um. That when I was a kid, you didn't have to ask me to go outside. I, I was begging to go outside. When I was like <laughs> five years old, someone else's kid would come find me. Yeah, right. Hey, and can Corey say, come out? Can Corey come hey, out? Hey, yet another kid <laughs> yeah. said that your mom's looking for you. <laughs> right. And I'd be like, oh, I better report back. Where was said other kid when my mother... Fr- I don't even know. All right. I'm going to go canvas the neighborhood, see if I can find mom. Ten minutes, I'm going to give up, go right back to playing dodgeball. I mean, that's the... W- five, you know? I mean, a lot of times I was with my sister, who's a couple of few years older, but, like, a lot of times I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, five years old. When that's, that's not Chicago. That's when we lived in Ohio. Right. But, again, an older neighborhood, you know? And, and it was just one of those things where it was just... There were tons of kids. Right. Yeah. Kids were out. I mean, that's there especially were tons in the us. summertime. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're not in school, you're outside. So what were you doing? Oh, man. Yeah, Mike. What were you doing? Well, okay. Were you with so, Kool-Aid? I suppose. Yeah, were you hanging out with Kool-Aid? <laughs> was, <laughs> were you driving around the neighborhood Kool-Aid, getting drunk? Kool-Aid was, <laughs> that was later in life. Kool-Aid oh, came later. later. <laughs> right. yeah. I want to no, meet Kool-Aid. Package. Package was the dude that we hung out with. <laughs> <laughs> it got better than Kool-Aid. <laughs> was Package. My, the kids My I hung out with had names like Scott. <laughs> Nick, Chris. There were two Eric's. <laughs> two Eric's. But you were hey, hanging out Ron. with you were hanging out with Package, yeah. and then later on, Cool. Yeah, he was one of our first friends, man. <laughs> yeah, Sophia so. was one. Sophia. But you had Kool Aid and Package. Kool Aid and Package. Wow. Yeah, two of my friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do they still go by those names? Do you know? Oh, I hope. Man, so. Package. No, <laughs> Package. Okay, so. When I was born, I was born in the trailer park. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so um, our time in the trailer park was pretty abbreviated. Are so. you trying to do Morgan Freeman right now? I don't now? know what I'm you... trying to do. My time in the trailer <laughs> when, park. When he says trailer park, it's got to be with some It was kinda... the longest trailer of the park. <laughs> so we left the trailer park fairly, I was fairly young. I want to say, let's see, my sister was just born. That's when we left, and she was born in 75. So I'd have been three or four, maybe five years old. And uh, Hmm. yeah, I I still to this day, I remember we packed up and we were moving to the new house. And my last, my last visual leaving 
the uh, the whole trailer park was packaged. Walking to school, he has a little book bag on. He's walking yep. to the bus stop. Isn't man. that weird how that stuff stays with <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, man. You're like, oh yeah. man, package. That Never used- saw him again. No, I don't know his last name. I wouldn't even know how to reach out to him. <laughs> yeah, no oh, package yeah. is gone. Uh, package is gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was playing the odds package. <laughs> but I, don't the, know. What, I mean, how did he get that name? No idea, man. He just walked up one day holding a UPS box. I don't and- even know if that was his God-given or his you know parent-given name, or if that was like a nickname. I have, I still no clue. No because clue. no reason to question. <laughs> yeah, no, no, when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, right. that's package. That's your name. <laughs> I mean, it's just starting to sound more like you ran with like a cartoon gang. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's Kool-Aid and package. This one's Mushmouth, and this one's Old Weird Harold. It really was Little Rascals, though. I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Right. Um, so so what, okay, what were so, the trailer park activities? Okay, so the oh trailer park activity. That's when we well, were really brought young, up man. package, and he was trailer park exclusive. Oh, um, that there was a little playground. And uh, we spent most of our time, I think, over there. And it was just across the street. So yeah. we were real young over there. So oh, well, yeah. Not much activity. That, I mean, and, and God, that was so long ago. So, yeah, that talk about the 70s. You're, I mean, that's the 70s right there. Yeah, that's when kids were so, getting kidnapped like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> According to the statistics that I've read. Stats, yeah. Right. Whenever we compare now to the 70s, 70s like, are 70s rough. Like way worse. Yeah. And that's funny, yeah, because parents were kicking us out the door then too, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we were. Well, like, oh, I mean, the pedos are just out there going, oh, they're just <laughs> falling out of the houses. Yeah, here they are. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. But then, once we moved to the house, I, the ride, the bike riding, man. I mean, that was a uh, big thing, oh, man. Yeah. That right, right there, I mean, right yes. there is a whole, a whole bad subject. The phrase, "You want to come out and ride bikes?" Oh man. Yeah. 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 I mean, for so, yeah, a huge chunk of time, yeah. man. You want to ride bikes? I mean, do you yeah. guys remember? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was pretty popular to I take remember. either either a playing card oh, the baseball or card a baseball in card in the spokes. Make it sound like a moped. Oh, man. You thought you was the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Got one of mom's, you know, uh, clothesline. I feel like know? by the time we were kids, it was our dads trying to convince us that was cool. <laughs> I'm not joking at all. I think you were on the tail end of that being really novel. I remember one time, my, like my dad tried to convince me to do it. I'm looking around at the other kids. None of them were doing it. I'm like, no, we're, we're I'm all right. I might did, but I remember one time a kid did it, and his his friend, like his best friend's, like, "Why did you do that?" I don't know. My dad says it makes it sound like a motor. It just sounds like your bike is farting. Yeah, and then he took it off. <laughs> that was the oh, end man. of that. <laughs> oh, we all did that. We all did that for a while, man. That was probably for a couple of years. We did that. Yeah. Then yeah. we then we were too cool for school. When but. uh when when I was a kid, I remember kids were clipping those little colored plastic things onto their spokes of their bikes. And they would slide around. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know what... Did they make noise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they kind of moved around a little bit. Yeah. I never never had those things. I I saw no need. But I remember when I got my first dirt bike. And I was... When I say dirt bike, I just mean kid's bike. (laughs) We called them dirt bikes because they weren't racing bikes. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I had learned to ride on my dad's bike from when he was a kid. He had a small bike... And they saw the training wheels. That's what I learned to ride on, like, my grandma's house and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, I got this thing. I was all excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go down the street. I'm going to show. Because I was, like, the youngest boy on the block, except for one. There was one boy younger than me. All the rest of them were older. I'm going to show them, man. I'm going to get on here. Right. I forgot there was a gravel alley 
down the street, about four doors down, and the rocks went over the sidewalk. I was not prepared for Ooh. what that was going to do. Ooh. So I'm literally like, I'm on my first victory straightaway. Look at me, hot stuff on my bike. Yeah, I don't need training wheels. Look at, oh no, face plant <laughs> in the gravel. I got up bloodied all the heck. Ooh. I didn't even make it down the block. And I'm like doing the walk of shame, trying not to cry, covered in blood. But well, in my head, I was covered in blood. I probably had, like two drips. <laughs> but but I mean, I remember the kids, the, the two kids who had like, or no, there was like a certain bike. It was black and it had like brass gold colored wheels and spokes. And it was like the hot thing to have. But it was just a little too, they, like, everybody knew it was the fastest bike. That's the fast one. <laughs> yeah. That's the one that somehow supplements your pedal punching, to, pedal pushing to go faster. And uh, it's not like anybody had gears on their bikes or anything like that. But like, yeah, that was just the foot brake, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, foot brake. Yeah, no handle brakes. And then my uh, my bike was like, like those those were kids' bikes, but they were meant to look cool. Mm -hmm. My bike looked like the eighties. Yeah, had like a neon foam pad. So oh, that, yeah, I, I guess this was this was before they even put airbags in cars. Someone said if we wrap foam around the crossbar and the handlebars, your kid's not going to lose as many teeth <laughs> when he runs into a brick wall and his head pitch, pitches right into the handlebars. I guess. And I remember it wasn't that long. I had it. I ripped all that off and I spray painted my bike with whatever colors we had to make it look like camo. It was like it was like black, brown, green and blue. I don't know what I was going for. Nice. But I was well, I was going for the camo and my dad was we, you, know, like, we you know how much I spent on that, and that's the thing we didn't. Boy. We did not have money back then. My yeah. my parents, we did not have. Who all, did? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mid eighties, not many. No, in the early eighties, but but uh, he was so mad at me. But I just wanted to disguise the fact that I had a little kid's bike by having just a rough ass looking bike, mm -hmm. and my mom had to talk him down, and he was like, "You like it? You still gonna ride it?" I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> I like it more now. I like it way more so now. It, also, I don't think it was clear that I was going to be one of those kids who was into like self-expression and crap like that. Like this was my art. You know, it was like it was like it was it was customized. Even though it looked dumb, I was proud of it. So yeah, I rode that bike for years to come. Man. I remember uh, my first bike. It was a Huffy. Yeah, buddy. And uh, it was this tan brown thing so the, <laughs> frame, the frame was tan and the, the it, it was, was a, it a boy's bike or a girl's bike it was a it was a boy's bike but it was a banana seat oh bike. banana seat with yeah. the crossbar wow yeah, and it, yeah. so and then, yeah no it didn't have the crossbar on the on the, the no handlebars. the crossbar well that's what makes yeah. boys bike crossbar right. right gotcha yeah so, so supplement your crossbar <laughs> right if you will <laughs> so but i remember did, I mean, we had. Seat, did your banana seat have gold sparkles? No, no, nothing <laughs> like that. It was it was a boy's bike still, and uh, that lasted for maybe a year, and then we were like, and then all the kid boys in the neighborhood started getting dirt bikes. Yeah, and we were like so embarrassed. I just remember me and my brother we were so embarrassed. Get these banana seats. What the hell? Yep. And uh, <laughs> but you know we don't just go out and just because on a whim you want a new bike. You know. Yeah. Because you know grandma and grandpa got these for you last year, so yeah. we're not gonna just. So, but to my dad's credit, man, he went out and he bought parts, and we took the banana seat off and we took the handlebars off and we put on dirt bike 
stuff. So we converted, yeah. So we converted our little so huffies. You're driving around these like monster amalgamations. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. I mean, it was That's still awesome. a little embarrassing, but <laughs> hey, it looked like a dirt bike now. You know, or, <laughs> it looked closer to a dirt bike, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. They're like, "What is that they're riding?" I don't know. Change your subject rather than is that a banana seed? <laughs> oh my god. How about you guys, uh, Garrett, Cowie? What was your first bike? I'm actually trying to remember my, my first bike because I, I learned to ride a bike when I lived in Modoc, Indiana. Modoc. I have never heard of that. Near Muncie. Okay. Uh, and tiny, 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 tiny little town that you could ride from one end of town the other end of town about... 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Never leave your parents' sight. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> and I can't recall what kind of, because uh, that was before we left, you know, we left there and I had just started learning to ride a bike. And mm-hmm. so I don't recall what, what it was. Yeah. I don't remember if mine was a, my, I know my sister had a Huffy. For some reason, I remember that. But I, the one, the one bike I uh, do remember early on when we moved to Fort Wayne um, was, I believe, I don't even know what kind of bike it was. I think it was a Huffy, but uh, it was a, just a simple dirt bike style that I think my brother rode that I got like as a hand-me-down, but my dad let me paint it. See? What I wanted to paint it. You yeah, know, right. It was black and red. Uh, I don't know why I chose that, but I did. Um, I rode that for quite a while until... I don't know what it was, but on our 10th birthdays, we're all excited to get 10 speeds. Right? I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember my sister, she'd need to have 10 speed with the with the racing handlebars. Like yeah, the, so the, mm-hmm. yeah. every yeah. time we got, you know, for the three of us, when we turned 10, we got, we got our 10 speed bike. Nice. And that was awesome. 10 speed. If you had a 10 speed, you were a big kid. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would borrow my sisters every now and then to go like to the White Hen Pantry. Yeah, and when mm-hmm. I'd come home, I didn't want to go inside, raise the garage door, put it in, and then close the garage door. So I'd put it behind our pop up camper until it got stolen. <laughs> and I knew it was even though I didn't steal the bike, I borrowed it and left it out. Even though I was hiding it, someone got wise and took it, and it showed up all beat up. We found it like Dang. a couple blocks over, beat to hell. And I don't think my sister's ever owned a bike since. I think I ruined my sister's biking future. <laughs> I mean, now, those... Go ahead. I'm I was going to say, I I had a completely... I don't say completely different. I had a little bit different childhood than you guys did. I never lived in a neighborhood or close to a bunch of other kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were a few. Uh, but, uh, like... When we moved to Fort Wayne, which I was probably, I think, seven when mm-hmm. we moved to Fort Wayne. Um, the the closest kids, like, were across the street, and they were girls. Boo. Gross. And I liked girls <laughs> very early in my life. I don't blame you. Like, I remember clearly in kindergarten, first grade, I'm like, oh, she's hot. No, oh, I was kissing I girls. I don't know why. In preschool, my first kiss but, was in kindergarten. Whoa. Well, I think. Whoa. I think a lot of kids kiss. Hells yeah. Kiss in preschool. And by by yeah, yeah, and by my first kiss, I mean we were playing hide and seek, and I found her. It was at the church, and she popped up and kissed me on the cheek. 
And I literally, I don't know if I just seen too many Bugs Bunny cartoons or what, <laughs> put my hand over my face and said, I'm never going to wash my face again. <laughs> I literally said that. And this girl was gorgeous and probably is to this day. I saw her when I was like a teenager and I was like, dang. Wait, I, that, there was, I was like, in my mind, I should have held on to that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I remember the one girl that was across the street. I'm like, she's, she's pretty cute. You gotta have hots for her. It somehow there the, uh, appeared a tandem bike. Oh. And okay. we were riding it there around together. There appeared a tandem bike. I don't know wow. how. It, we need to work on your the start of your novel. I don't <laughs> think readers are going to understand. <laughs> well, actually, that may be the best novel start. Somehow there appeared a tandem bike. Damn. Get Holly. on board. Howie's pulling up. Yeah. To girls a on a tandem bike. Built for two. No, hey, no, want to go for a ride? I honestly don't remember a whole lot, but I'm pretty sure that. She had acquired it somehow. Yep. Uh -huh. uh, and we were riding around together, and I'm like, this is awesome. But Everybody she's knows. also kind of a girl, so it was kind of mixed feelings. But like, ooh, cooties, but you're hot. Yeah. Good cooties. They're the good, good cooties. I have a weird feeling between my yeah. legs. But I, you when know. I the rope in gym class. <laughs> I honestly, growing up, didn't hang all around a lot of dudes. I just yeah. didn't. There weren't the axis like i'd have to and i did this uh like i'd have to go and travel through the forest you know what that mm -hmm. means right but uh yeah when when you're a kid uh, it's a forest when yeah. you're old it's just a thicket of woods I, there's two ways to go i had to go through this really rough area yeah. not rough as in people rough but just hard terrain right. to get through or i have to go way out of my way this is on sandpoint road mm -hmm. um by the Elmhurst Diamonds. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, like, back behind the Elmhurst Diamonds, you know, I have to drive all or ride my bike all the way through there, or just to uh, forget the name of the subdivision uh, that's like behind there. Is it Keith Young? No. Um, it's oh. important. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. But Mike, Mike knows the area. So, so yeah. do I. Yeah. Not Indian oh, Village. Not right? as intimately. I wasn't yeah. young, but no, not Indian not Village. Indian that's, village. For, that's further down. Yeah. But uh, guys, we'll get a map out later. Yeah, we can. We can reminisce about <laughs> all that. these pay all our people are like, what the hell are they talking about? But uh, but yeah, it, there were some guys I knew from school that lived back in there, and and uh, it was, so we kind of ride bikes, you know? Yeah, yeah, got ride bikes. But I remember in Modoc, man, we traveled that town. <laughs> we owned that. Oh, yeah, you remember seconds. that first bit, uh, that first bit of freedom. When you got out and you actually felt like, you felt like that independence, We're like doing our thing, yeah, yeah, where where like yeah, like you kind of own the town, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. How my, is my kid ever gonna feel that way? Yeah, I, I, that's a good question. It, it's man, I tell you what, I feel pretty lucky with my kids right now because they pseudo kind of have what you guys have been talking about to a much lesser extent. Yeah. But there are kids in the neighborhood. They they all go out. Like the literally, can you come out and play? Mm -hmm. Thing is happening almost daily. Yeah, it's becoming um, more of a, an occurrence. And here. and I could just I see like with our well with our two oldest. Like our oldest is you know where she's driving. Uh, she's only eleven, but she's driving. 
She's 15. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. But uh, <laughs> her second oldest is eight. But I see with both of them, you know, I can see that, like, sh- they can, if we started, like, can I go to the bathroom by myself kind of a thing? Yeah. And now it's like, can I ride the bike down the street, uh, you know, and and go a little bit further? And I, and I see that, like, they're wanting to do that. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's good. I'm glad they, they're looking at wanting to do that thing. Right. You know, and because I know they can get glued onto the devices as well, but they still have this yearning to get outside and play with their friends. And I think that's a big part of it is the fact that they know people, you know, they have the friends near yeah. that they can go out and play. So that really draws them outside. Yeah. Which I'm just very, very, very thankful for. So, right. Right. Yeah. Garrick, what did you do other than set your driveway on fire? <laughs> um, well, what else is there to do? I mean, yeah, that sounds I mean, amazing to me. Living in a small town, there's not much to do except set shit on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Garrick, Garrick knows arson. <laughs> no, we we had um, so I lived up in uh, northern Indiana for a while, and we would we there was many 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 children in our neighborhood my age, which is awesome, and by many I mean like five, which is great. That's enough, but. Uh, We'd we'd go out in the at night, not like middle of the night, but when it was dark out. Yeah. And we would play uh different games. We called it Ghosts in the Graveyard. I don't know yes! if it's oh, uh, yeah, right? I remember every someone always wanted to play Ghosts in the Graveyard, yeah. and to this day I could not tell you what that is. Yeah, I don't know what that <laughs> I, is. I think either. a lot of people have different ways to play Isn't it. Isn't it just hide and seek in the graveyard? The way we played night. it is we it was uh basically like a hide and seek yeah um where we'd run around hide one person would find it somebody but as soon as they found that person then two people were looking yeah for now the, everybody became then, it as you're found yeah so the later it went on is you're hiding the the likelihood of you getting caught was higher yeah but we'd we'd literally hide in like around the neighborhood like run up to people's houses and hide in their bushes. Like we didn't know who these people were. Oh yeah. We're like running, running like rough shot over everybody. You know, we were, except, for, except for that one house, you knew that. <laughs> oh yeah. No, yeah that there, one there's house. always like a few houses. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, Those yeah, people get okay. pissed. It's funny. I remember that house on my block. Uh, I didn't know why, but you didn't go in that yard. And I only learned after we'd moved away and I was older that that dude was a convicted pedophile. <laughs> oh. oh no. Yeah. And at one point, like he had like invited my sister and a, a boy from down the block into his house, no, and nobody knew about didn't. it. And they were like playing tag around his kitchen island. My sister said she remembers that. Oh my! And, and parents found out about it, and it was like, whoop. wow. So yeah, we would just like they chopped his head. Off? Never left the sidewalk when yeah. you were going in front of his house. He Jeez. did the chopped head off thing. That, the they got, we did. He got skipped during a Halloween. Yeah, actually, yeah, we would not knock on his door. But you know what? Every day was Halloween at Mr. Pitzer's house. We go down to Mr. Pitzer's house, ring the doorbell, because he was this retired dude, and he would answer the door every time, and he would give you a peppermint patty. Nice. Every time, every day of the year, you go you know, ring that's... Mr. Pitzer's doorbell, and he'd come over oh, wearing a my. wearing like a Mr. Rogers cardigan and give you a give I'll you a you peppermint what, patty, dude. He was it badass. Used, it used to be that way. I know. I mean, you used to know people in your neighborhood, yeah. And I mean, not even right. I don't right know next my to, neighbors' yeah. names, but I knew my neighbors' names when I was five. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, and even people not on the same street, you would know. Yeah. You, oh you, yeah, you blocks away. Them, yeah. 
because they're the neighbors of your friends or right, whatever. Yeah. Right. And and that just you know, is it's, lost. yeah, it's funny you bring that up, man. Because uh, yeah, I it's true in my own neighborhood. Honestly, I'm learning more of my people that in the neighborhood I live now because of Facebook. Because there's the kind of Facebook group yeah, now. Right. Yeah, right. It's I so know that. weird. Yeah, we have a Facebook but, group. But when we were kids, man, I mean, back to the guy that hands out candy and stuff. In my neighborhood, we were so lucky because there was a lady that did a was a clown that oh, she yeah. did you know birthday parties and you know roller skating parties and all that stuff. Well, and, that's uh, what they told. Sweet cakes, the clown lived in our neighborhood. You got to quit doing this while I'm drinking. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. She was the coolest. We just, you know, on a whim, we're like, let's go see sweet cakes. Let's go see sweet cakes. <laughs> and this lady, I mean, I, I mean, put this Nobody in the context of 2020, who would do that now? I Nobody. Know, right? Yeah. Right. But like, let's go half, see the creepy clown lady. <laughs> you know, half the neighborhood, but we just decided to go see sweet cakes and we go to her house and knock on the door and she'd open up and she'd just come out on the porch and talk to us and blah, blah. And she always had candy to hand out. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. And again, I'm, we're going to sound like cranky old men. What else is she doing? Watching TV, listening yeah, to the radio. Right. She was just a reading single a lady. Book. Yeah, right. She's not talking to her family because right. guess what? Long distance cost a fortune <laughs> and no internet. There ain't no internet. So okay, I'm getting a visitor. Here's five minutes of my time. God, I mean, great times, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's when a neighborhood well, yeah. was a neighborhood. Well, right? that's that's back when you when a community like, had to be an actual. You had to be community. prepared right. for company at any moment. That, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Right. So, it could happen at any time. Right. So, you know, that was when my dad, like we moved to, uh, we moved to Chicago. And then we, even when we moved down here, we had to have a front room, like a living room. We could not have a great room. And that was always kept. And that nice. room had to be kept clean at all times because company could show up at any time. Cause that's the old way you had the parlor, you know, parlor thinking. Yeah. And that's back when a lot of houses, you had to pass through that room and even get to the rest of the house. And I'm nowadays I'm like I don't even matter anymore. <laughs> right. You know, like my office is a toy room and <laughs> right, <laughs> all this right, stuff. Right, Nobody right. cares anymore. Yeah, but that's because we've all been so now exposed to all this, all this stuff. So I wanted I, I wanted to bring up how like because we have a creek over here. You know, a couple doors down, there's a creek that passes behind a bunch of houses. Is my, it creek or is it creek? I say creek it's because both. I'm not a hill jack. But, it's totally both. Um, the, <laughs> but if ever a creek were a creek, tis this. Because uh, it is small and trickly. But my wife won't let my daughter go down there. And I'm like, That well, happens when you're Mike's age. I'm like, when you're, when you're with a friend, if she's with a friend, she can go down there. No, I don't want her down there unless there's an adult. And I'm like... Why? She's like, she could like slip and hit her head and drown. And I'm like, that's why if she has a friend, <laughs> the friend will probably go, I should get help. <laughs> and not just, well, right. guess our friendship's over and walk past her and leave her dying. And walk over. It's two inches of water at the rushiest, right? We had a major <laughs> drainage creek two blocks away yep. Yep. when I was her age. And it was basically, hey, you want to go play down by the creek? Yeah. What are we going to play? Rambo, Indiana Jones? I don't know, but I got to get, here's, yeah. here's a key. I'm going to get y'all with this one. I got to get some supplies. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're going to go down a road. I want to yep. go down. But. Some kid goes, dumps out his backpack. He's going and he's like grabbing pieces of bread and shoving them in a Ziploc. <laughs> he's got, he's got like a little credit card with a fold out compass and a little mirror so you can do signals, you know, and, and he's yeah. got, he's got little, little uh, pocket flip up binoculars that his uncle gave him, which is kind of creepy. 
creepy, but they're cool. <laughs> Got to get our supplies, man. A squirt gun. Yeah, right. Like we're or going you, to war. Yeah, or you're making a bridge. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We're making a bridge by finding a single stick long enough and then daring each you other to walk across. It, it just cracks me up because I mean, we didn't grow up by a creek, but when we'd go visit my um, grandparents in Illinois, they they had a fairly large property and I mean ish, and uh, they had a creek in their backyard, and uh, it was decent size. It could be a couple, two, three feet deep, mm-hmm. you know, when it was going oh yeah we found and, out uh, ours was pretty deep too when some guy tried to walk across it and went up to his neck and we we're like Whoa, what <laughs> he's like uh, uh help but uh the f- i just remember this um just so vividly um we, you know we go to my grandparents and my aunts and uncles and and my you know mom and dad would be like okay you can go down there but just watch for the water moccasins <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> just make sure you don't get bit just, by a deadly uh, venomous don't, snake. Don't touch the snakes. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't try to bite them. They bite back. I mean, can you imagine that nowadays? I mean, yeah, I know. if you knew there was poisonous snakes down at the creek, yeah. you're not going to let your... Yeah, stay clear of death and dismay. <laughs> your six, seven-year-old kids go down and hang out. Yeah. I do, I do kind of have to wonder. <laughs> like, it was obviously a different time, right? But what what were our parents thinking in some okay. of these decisions? No, it's funny that you bring this up because I actually I heard somebody postulating about this recently. Okay, and they were talking about Gen X, right? Which um, you guys are Gen X, right? Yeah, we well, are, we're actually uh, we are the tail end of Gen X. That was you'd called, be like for a y. long time we were called Gen Y. Right, right, right. Okay, so so okay, Gen Xers were raised by baby boomers, and baby boomers' parents were you know World War II people, right? The greatest generation. So right. So and and we're on the older end of Gen X, right? Yep. So or at least I am, not you guys, but no, um, yeah, we're the you on the on the on the younger side. But so the boomers, we're, you know, we're zennials. I mean, okay, so <laughs> okay, so the the World War II people are those are the people that lived through depression, and yep. I mean they they were the do it yourself and and all that stuff. So yep. all that was instilled in the boomers and and. And somewhat into us as Gen Xers, right? Because we, you know, my grandpa, you know. Yeah, I mean, the boomers in, were literally told, you want to fish? Go make a fishing pole. Bring right. it home in case I want to whip yes, you with it. Right. And they and they were yeah, actually saying yeah. that Gen Xers are kind of unique because we're that last generation that, you know, we grew up with our parents and grandparents and, and aunts and uncles that were part of that generation, yeah, right? Where right. it was, you just do it. You just do it yourself. You figure yeah. it out. Yeah. You know, where... You know, now us, though, you know, our kids and and, and actually some boomer kids, you know, younger boomers, mm-hmm. you know, they're the ones that kind of started the whole, ooh, we got to really, we got to watch our kids and we got to mm-hmm. keep them safe. And we got, you know, there's, oh, there's bad people out there and all that stuff. Yeah. And so it's the boomers and the Xers that kind of have been overly protective of their kids. And we created the millennials, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, the overprotected generation. Yeah. So, um, so they're saying that, you know, we're kind of in the in that middle space, you know, we're kind of that last generation of, yeah, go out and just, you know, go find your own adventure and, and do all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're in that creative spot where we can look at our parents and go, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah. And then look at our peers <laughs> yeah. and go, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, we're kind of a, a unique generation in that respect. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I don't, it's, I don't think it's, it's, it's going to carry over. Uh, it's just not. I mean, it'll. I I feel like it's a pendulum. I feel like yeah. it'll swing. Yeah, I hope so. I don't know. My kids aren't. I, I and just. I'll just give you a quick example here. Um, 
my for example my, my kids are we just moved into our new house a couple years ago and um we're kind of settled in now and the kids are trying to get comfortable with the neighborhood and all that good stuff and they went out for a walk one day they just i'm like yeah go out go go walk you know go explore and all that stuff and you know they went and walked a few you know down through the neighborhood and all that stuff and i'm like yeah man i mean this is this is the stuff you know whatever and then they got ah, back go be and and my wife god bless her she was like what did you guys do you didn't have a phone with you what if you went you know blah blah blah, blah, blah. and i'm like <laughs> you know so i understand the the desire to keep our children safe yeah but at the same time my desire is like you know part of it's also we're just addicted to knowing what's going on sure it you didn't know in the past if you were going over to somebody's house if they were going to be there yeah like right. oh you got a plan you got to do this thing you got to get this person to say well oh they're not there right. where are they you don't know how do you get a hold of them? You don't know. Right. Hopefully, if it's pressing this issue that you need to address with them, you'll be able to call them at that home that they're not at, that you don't know if they're coming back to later when you are elsewhere, hoping that they're not on like a three-week vacation because you literally don't, don't know. know. Right. <laughs> That's the thing that I think we talk about. Oh, these kids won't understand what it was like before we all had cell phones. No. They, what people won't understand was how comfortable we were with having no GD clue what the hell was no going knowledge. on. No real I, knowledge. Anyone else. I remember like there were periods of times where I'd be waiting hours. Yeah. Not knowing. Yeah. And having to be okay with it. I remember waking up as you know, a you're like, child. Where are my parents? Where's yes. my friend? I wake Where's up whatever? Saturday morning. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm okay. I I have to deal with this myself. At 10 a.m. <laughs> you know? like, or like, uh, no, like 8.30 in the morning, I get up or 8 o'clock Saturday morning, watch Muppet Babies, get my cereal, and realize about time Pee Wee comes on that... I'm the only one here. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, the only one in the house. We hit a And we I don't a, know where anybody is. Spark something with Mike. Let me uh let me ask this cuz I know we all grew up in Christian households, right? How many rapture, of you How many rapture, of you rapture, woke up the rapture and like happened. nobody's there and yeah. I'm like I'm alone. God took out my whole family because <laughs> I left me. me at home. He left me because I touched myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Everybody done got raptured to me. <laughs> Our kids are never going to experience that. <laughs> At least several times is yeah, the answer to your been question. It's been multiple. Oh, oh Garrick, I didn't hear you laughing several times. Oh, I think like you guys are so weird. Oh, my gosh. I, 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 man, we, I remember, you know, I've said we were like 11 or 12 and they were making this subdivision over on the edge of town. And, uh, and I say edge of town very loosely, you know, maybe a mile away from the house. Right. And they, you know, they excavate the ground, they flatten everything out. Right. But you got to take that dirt somewhere. And so what do they do? They just pile up in that weird shape, the mound of dirt. It's never rounded. It's always like. You ever play Excite Bike on the NES? <laughs> they had this twice. weird shaped thing that you could do that was like, it had like three levels to it, this like rampy thing, hill. And they always, all these dirt mounds always had this hill. And kids had taken it like, you'd walk your bike up it and then ramp down it. You like just straight down. And it's clumpy, clumpy dirt, as dangerous as all get out. 
And I mean, you're literally, when you're on top of this thing, you're like three stories in the air. Yeah. And we called it King Kong Mountain. Nice. I'm like, oh, you want to go to King Kong Mountain? We go to King Kong Mountain. We go to King Kong Mountain. And the thing is, some enterprising young children had made a se- had gathered dirt and made a second smaller mound so that if you aimed it just right, you could go straight down the one side of King Kong Mountain and then straight up this smaller thing and die. <laughs> that was the plan. Nice. I never once saw anybody hit that second mound because you would get about halfway down King Kong Mountain and go, I've made a mistake. <laughs> and you would do and you're going so fast you can't really veer off safely. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to alter my trajectory and hope that I avoid death. And yeah, everybody would always just shoot off to the side. No one ever actually had the guts to go up this thing. So I never there were bike tracks. There were bike tracks. Somebody did it somewhere. You know, but he was dead and went around Telltale, I assume. But it was that kind of thing. Like, we were literally trying to do things that would kill ourselves. We didn't tell our parents about it, but our parents knew we were out trying to kill ourselves. We had uh, had a, 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 like, it's a park. I don't remember it was a county park or whatever, but it was, like, a big woodsy area. We probably called it the forest. It was across (laughs) from my elementary school. And... There were trails that went through it. You could follow trails up, whatever. And I remember, I mean, 11 years old, whatever. We're out there on our bikes, and we're going up these dirt trails and stuff like that. And one of the trails, you had to know where to go. You know, you had to figure out the path. Went up to the top of this hill that was the side of a rock quarry. <laughs> Ask me about the fence. <laughs> Hey, what about there the was fence, no Corey? fence, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we were literally at the top of the rock quarry. Wow. To give you some idea how safe this was, the edge of Not. this cliff got closer to the trail every year. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go to the quarry by your house? Yep. Yeah, quarry's neat over there, man. Yeah. That yeah. thing's huge. But like this was literally like the, the woods were on a hill. So you go up the trails up, you're going up this hill, and then you just get to the top, and that was the drop. You're literally on the trail looking down the drop and, and everybody's somebody like, I'll give you I'll give you five bucks, you bike down that. You take your bike down the thing. Like, no, nah, I no, I like living. I like living. Nobody would ever do I mean it was literally like See, fall to your death. The nice thing about back then for our parents was you know, we were gone doing our own thing, so it they just couldn't they didn't want to see the yeah. potential death happening. Yeah. So they didn't have to think about it. They just assumed we're okay. Yeah. It's like they had to accept the fact that until you got in trouble, you weren't actually making trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I assume there's a lot less stress in doing that. <laughs> yeah. You just have to be okay with it. Yep. And that's why they got extra double, triple angry when you did get in trouble. Yeah. Because I was like, hey, you've disrupted my flow of not having to worry about this. <laughs> yes. With now making me have to address this. Now, how many of you guys? Okay, so my dad used to be a pastor, and we lived at a no, parsonage. No, my parents were not pastors. Uh, we lived at a parsonage by the church, so there's a lot of times when the kids got together. So we, we had a big group then, mm-hmm. and we played like kick the can or football or, oh. or things like that okay. you, with a big, big group. Like, right. how many? Okay, so yeah, we did some big group <clears throat> stuff. I mean, the kids in our neighborhood. We just all seem to be all the same age, and we had a pretty big group of kids, okay? Now, I'm going to say something that's probably not per- politically correct. You mentioned football. We played. Did you play blacks versus whites? We played a version of football 
and it was called Smear the Queer. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. Uh, we played that, yep. <laughs> I guess that's better than what I was assuming was Thinking? happening. No. Never understood. Like, back then, you, that's just what it was called. I didn't, so the yeah, rules. I, didn't it, I, I heard yeah. the term all the time, and I never knew what it meant. Okay, so the rules are, yeah, are as such. It's basically one versus you everybody knew, else. You can yeah. think back, though, and you can picture the kid that you probably know did know what it meant. <laughs> there was always that one kid that, we, hey, you guys, you guys, you guys. I he knew looked it, guilty when he said it. I knew what it meant. So I basically, you, a ball gets tossed in the air or kicked or something, and someone comes down with it. The person that comes down with it is the queer, in quotey fingers, and everybody goes to tackle that motherfucker. I never understood the point of this game. <laughs> I always felt like when someone wanted to play it, they just wanted an excuse to beat the piss out of me. Like, the, like, like is, why would I catch this ball? Just don't catch it. Don't <laughs> catch well, the ball. The thing, is everybody wanted to, to be the guy? I wanted they to wanted be, yeah. Yeah, everybody I wanted to was be, going Ironically, the, there was probably a homoerotic undertone to this entire endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> I want you all to pile on me, so I'll be the one. I didn't want to get tackled, though. I mean, me it was either. it was still football in the sense that if you got to the goal or whatever the, the end zone was, I mean, you were cool. They can't tackle you. See, then, I don't even remember there being an end zone of yeah, all. I just felt like everybody the, wanted to beat the piss the safe, out of everybody. It was an excuse whatever, to beat the yeah. piss out of each other. Right. Now, that's how we used to play it anyway. So. Yeah, we did yeah. too. I remember <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, my brother broke his collarbone playing some oh, Smear the Queer, man. Yeah, we eventually had to stop. My dad had to stop uh, allowing us to play tackle football because yeah. Yeah. of things like the, that yeah. happening. I, I remember we were playing in the backyard. Did they ever rename that game so that people could not call it something offensive, or did they just decide we should stop well, beating the piss out of I don't think kids other. play these games I don't anymore. know that. I mean, yeah. I don't know that that queer meant the same thing as i don't know i have no idea i don't know why it was named that way but i i, I don't I even didn't know, know that, then i just assume now i don't know that it's even played well, that's anymore. the thing it's not a game that would ever get played at school well that's for sure yeah not so anymore. it's just it you got, played out on the playground for a day you know what we, then, no, we did but stopped. we did we did more of like a, a tag version i think it's well yeah so yeah, not tackle because yeah, they would not allow us to tackle. The big group well. sport when I was at, in Ohio when we had like a lot of kids and all the boys and the girls <clears throat> played together. I mean, there were there was the the athletic thing that we did was straight up dodgeball. But the thing is, I don't remember it being like in gym class when the balls would be in the middle and everybody run to the middle and grab them and try to you know the same thing you see on sitcoms yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Right. It was much more like chaotic there weren't teams everybody yeah. was in a circle there wasn't a line it was a circle right? but i mean it wasn't like you weren't gonna win but the goal was to just surprise somebody get better at it catch the ball you know what i mean and i, right. I that was one of the actually i love playing it because even though i was one of the youngest kids i mean my sister if if, if if a bigger kid started targeting the hell out of me my sister would have like dressed them down and she could, even though she was just a middleweight at best, she could tear a kid down verbally, <laughs> yeah. reduce him to tears. And so they they wouldn't pick on me or anything, but like I, I actually started to get good at it. And all I wanted to do was play dodgeball all the time. Like, let's get dodgeball. <laughs> and then the non-athletic thing that we did that was always a big group thing was war. Dude, yes. We <laughs> would, I remember the last day of school. Everybody was could not wait to get home. It was usually like a half day or something. Yeah. And we could not wait to get home because we always had war start the yeah. day after school. 
And so everybody wanted to get, it was always boys versus girls. We had about equal numbers. Yeah. And we like, did that a lot. We all, yeah. you know, boy, the girls headquarters, this boys headquarters, that you got to get supplies. You always got to get the supplies. You got to get the bread and the flashlight. Right. And then, oh my gosh, it would go, it would go on for like a week. Yeah. And there would be like scouting missions and yeah. spying oh, yeah. and practical jokes and squirt guns. And you had your little toy machine guns oh, that yeah. you, know, you get at Christmas time. And and the thing stuff. is, though, like the girls weren't interested in the gunfights. Yeah, no. The girls were. were actually, they were all about political backstabbing and trying to <laughs> trying to get the dumb kid to turn on the boys, right? right. And they tried on me, but I was too afraid of getting my butt kicked. So I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> But, like, the boys were all about the espionage and getting the drop on the girls. I'm like, ah, we've been listening to you the whole time. Like, oh. So, okay, so the war thing was big in our neighborhood. Yeah. But I'll tell <laughs> the advantage of having a father that was a carpenter <laughs> is that we were the kids that had a treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> That was always an advantage. My, so we had the base that everybody wanted to be my, at. My right? one friend had the Empire Strikes Back swing set so we could get up in the top part. Nice, yeah. nice. Or I guess it was the Return of the Jedi. It was Return of the Jedi because it had the speeder bike swing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we get up in there. We like up there with our little crappy plastic binoculars. Oh, man. War was the thing. And I remember like at the by the end of the week or the few days or whatever, there would be like war tales there would be like <laughs> war stories of things that had happened in the week blown up a thousand times with sure. way more drama right but like and then like for like another couple weeks which was an eternity when you're that young you know i said well we caught you doing that whatever we got you doing there's always just arguing going on about who did the best stupid thing when it was wartime <laughs> <sighs> couldn't wait yeah, I only was in school for two years there, and I still like. I remember like in the last day of kindergarten, yeah. gotta get home, gotta get ready for war. Last day of first grade, gotta get home, gotta get ready for war. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> I was often sent. I was. I they tried to make a double agent out of me so many times. They're like, all right, Corey, the girls, you need to cry. All right, we're gonna send you into the garage. The girls are in the garage. You need to go in there and you need to cry. Tell them that we called you a butt face. <laughs> all right, they're gonna believe it. They're gonna believe it. Wait, no, 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 butt face, uh, you know, booger eater. Tell them they call you booger eater. And you got to cry and you got to believe it. And I'm like, all right, all right, we're going to do this. <laughs> I'm like working myself up, poke myself in the eyes. I got to cry. I got to sell it. And I walk in, they're like, whatever, get out. And I'm like, oh, it didn't work, man. They could see through anything. <laughs> so did you guys, I, I mean, we're talking fairly young kid stuff here. I remember being a little bit older and getting a little more daring with some of our adventures. <laughs> and I remember one specific incident that, and it was always my brother. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Eric was always the one that took the brunt of everything. I am not surprised. <laughs> but we had this great idea one year, right? We, we lived on a road that at the end of the road, it was a hill, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it was a pretty, it was good. So it was always really fun to take your, your bike to the top of the hill. Yeah. And as fast as you can down the hill you yeah know? and again we're all stupid hilarious now because you know it's a road you know yeah and nowadays your parents would be like you ain't driving that no oh, you yourself all along the road rash well <laughs> we found a buggy like a baby buggy oh lord <laughs> you, <laughs> you found you a found pram? It. you just found it someone had put it Why in the trash <laughs> to throw away <laughs> We were like, oh, we've got to put this shit to use, okay? <laughs> so we thought we were real smart. 
and we took the buggy and we had a 10 speed and we had a jump rope <laughs> <laughs> and we went to the top of this hill and we're like okay let's use our brains here we can take the bike and we can pull the buggy with the rope and the guy sits in the, yep. in the buggy with the rope and we're going to pull you down this, this hill. is going to be great it's going to be wait. so cool because we're going to go so fast and there is no <laughs> there is no forward uh, yeah. thinking at Not all about this. At any this, point, right? did you say, "Is there a safety issue with this? Is it possible <laughs> that gravity could cause the the buggy to overtake the bicycle?" <laughs> the great thing about this is that my brother is now a safety director <laughs> with the company he works for. <laughs> and right there on so, the co- chapter one, <laughs> don't do this shit. No trash buggies. <laughs> I am highly qualified for this. So as as I grew up, as you could possibly imagine, so he's. I remember watching this. I wasn't driving the bike. It was my buddy Kevin, and he was pulling Eric in the buggy, and uh, Eric was holding on the rope, sitting in the buggy. And exactly what you said happened yep. is the buggy started going faster than the bike. <laughs> <laughs> and there is no control. Nope. <laughs> Zero. Good luck. And uh, yeah, people parked on the side of the streets, yeah. right? So yeah, that buggy ended up, well, let's just say that his head ended up meeting a bumper <laughs> along the way. <laughs> and he had a huge gash on his uh, eyebrow. Oh my god! And uh, fell out of the buggy. And then we got road rash all up our leg. (laughs) And I just remember I'm watching this from my buddy's house and we see this happen. I'm like, oh my gosh, is he all right? Yeah. And then and then I see my buddy Kevin like stop and like has got this huge look on his face. His eyes are super wide. Yeah. And he just hands the bike to Eric. (laughs) (laughs) And And runs. And then Eric gets on the bike and he's flying down the road. And as he comes by oh, me, no. he he like looks at me and then like turns his head so I can see what's happening. And there is just his face is caked in blood. Oh my and god! I'm like, oh my god, he's going home. Oh god, oh god! Yeah. And so I'm running home. And of course, we we have a hospital visit that night. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But you know what? You guys all learned a lot. <laughs> now it took a while to sink in, <laughs> but you learned a lot. The middle, the middle school that I ultimately went to, that was like four blocks from the house, had uh, it was kind of in a like a, a kind of like a basin of a field on the edge of a bunch of farm fields that are now uh, you know ten lane highway in a shopping center. But uh, behind it, they had to like they had to make a track, but because of drainage issues, or whatever, they wanted to put the track up high. So they built up this giant mound and put the track up there, and then they blacktop like paved a path up there so they could you know get a tractor up there right. or buses or whatever. I mean, there's no parking up there, but you know with a big gate, and that's how the kids would march up. This was the best hill to go sledding down in the yeah. winter, right? Yeah. But in the summer, the sleds didn't work as well. No. So naturally, <laughs> you take a skateboard. <laughs> like you do. To the top of this like very smooth, tarred blacktop. Yeah. Like heavily tarred. Oh, no. Very smooth. Like glassy tarred. <laughs> right. And we would get up to the top. We would ride our bikes 
with our skateboards under our arms. Oh, man. To, because that's how intent we were on being this stupid. <laughs> and we get there and we, you know, you'd, you'd go as fast as you can because you didn't want to walk all the way up the hill. So you'd bike at it as hard as you can, and then ditch your bike halfway because gravity just said, oh, oh job. <laughs> We'd walk up there with our skateboards and then stand there at the top looking down, questioning every decision we made up to this point, going, all right. Do we go down standing up? Wow. <laughs> where if you hit anything, you Bam. will fly into the air. Bam. Yeah. Like even like a stone, right? Or do you lay on it? Or do you lay it? or sit on it? <laughs> yeah. None of these is a good answer. No, they are not. <laughs> if you're going down standing up and you eat it, oh. you can at least try to break into a roll. <laughs> If you're like me and you wussed out and sat on your butt and went down and you eat it, mm. you are hitting the cheese grater of life yeah. at that point. Oh, man. I went home with from my calf all the way oh. up my butt, oh. like just shredded. <laughs> but it was so big, there was like nothing they, nothing they could do. You couldn't get like, there wasn't like, it wasn't gashed open to need stitches. Sure. I just lost two layers of skin. Yeah. So it was like, just like freaking lotion and bandages yeah, and right. burning like, oh, yep. get out. And it was all yep. purple and green. And oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> you know, after the fact, when your parents went to bed, they were just laughing their asses off. Yeah, yeah. After, after, after everyone's they okay down, yeah. and they calm down, they're like, oh, well, this one's not color. going to college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. God. I remember, um, yeah, we had that hill that was great for sledding. Uh, but on the back side of it, there was a house inside the hill. Yeah. Um, so only half the house was exposed. Mm -hmm. And I remember just going around and like snooping around because it was this weird old guy. He may not have been that weird, but he's weird to me back when I was. Of course, right? Uh, he's got the mystique. Yeah. He unknown. lived by himself and wasn't there a lot. Yeah. Uh, but it's, which made it great for doing scouting missions. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure out what, what's his house about and. You know, who's this guy? And he's kind of weird. Yeah. I remember doing stuff like they that. Got crazy stories about him. But yeah, having a house inside the underground house on the, on the hill that we sled, it was weird. Now, what was, was the thing that you guys, I, I'll give my example of a thing that you did that you knew you would get busted hard. Now, what I mean by busted, like in trouble, major trouble. Right. If, if your parents find out, I'll give you mine. Mine <clears throat> was... That a friend of mine, uh, when I was young, who Garrick knew in college, uh, Seth, he got a hold of firecrackers. Oh. And in Illinois, all that is illegal. Uh-huh. And uh, it was like November, and it was freaking cold. It might have been one of those record-breaking you set off winters. an M80? No, we didn't have an M80. It was just like normal, just strung firecrackers, right? But what we did was we pulled them apart. And we'd had a gigantic tomato crop. My dad, in this crappy little plot of dried up dirt by our patio, oh. could make tomatoes just just. Whose parents out didn't grow? I mean, did any of your or any of you guys not have parents that grew stuff in their backyard? Oh yeah, it was it was Mine right did. up against the garage. I don't even know how like Mine they even didn't. got sun, but they just produced like crazy. And the cold snap had come on very suddenly earlier in than normal, and so we had all these frozen rock solid tomatoes. 
<laughs> like green frozen tomatoes on these plants. And my parents at work at my sister's like, you know, a game that she's cheerleading at or whatever. So we're there by ourselves, you know, a couple eight, nine year olds with firecrackers. Nice. And we took a screwdriver and we jam a hole down in one of the tomatoes and put a single firecracker down in there. Now, I don't know if you know about strong firecrackers. Their wicks aren't like the wick on a bottle racket. It's a wild, bottle rocket. Wildcat, right? You don't get, yeah, like, yeah. You don't get, you don't get like 10 seconds before it goes off. No. You got about one and a half seconds yep. to get clear of this thing. Right. But we weren't, we weren't lighting them and running. We were throwing Stay them. There. I only threw them. <laughs> like nice. grenades. Nah. Oh, the, the whole tomato? The whole tomato. You oh, dig the hole down in the cool. tomato, shove the one fire. No, it's not cool. Don't encourage people <laughs> to do this. And no, you'd hold cool it back while the other kid lit it and, and, then you and, yelled, and literally yelled, pull, like nice. we were skeet shooting. Oh, that's And we chuck them in the air and just <laughs> green, nice. frozen green tomato burst. No evidence. <laughs> no evidence because the tomatoes the rabbits must have ate it dad my well i mean they were he didn't care they're old frozen everything's frozen sure, right right and uh but but at one point my dad was out mowing and i guess there had been a dud uh -oh. And we didn't find it or whatever and he i don't know why he couldn't have been mowing because everything was frozen at that point i don't know but he found one in the backyard and he came in and he's like like i don't remember what he did but i remember he was hot Pissed. All right, so this is one of my biggest regrets, but we did something similar with the firecrackers. We would take. Does it our... involve a live animal? No, it does not involve a live animal. No. Wait, does it I'm... involve a dead animal? No. Okay. Neither. Neither nor. Um, does it involve anything living? Not at all. They or, were all dead, dead inside. It involves Cobra Commander. <laughs> 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 we would take our old gi joes man and we would stick the firecrackers in our gi joes and blow them yep. the hell up man yep. yeah <laughs> which is a huge regret for me because i would still love to have those yeah well and it I makes don't. you feel any better the rubber bands would have rotted out and they would all just their legs would have sure, fallen off right but. yeah still i'd love having those if i <laughs> yeah i started I started doing uh, with my GI Joes weird stuff like uh, like I steal my sister's shoe po or nail polish and a paint blood <laughs> yes. on them. Me and my brother had markers. Yeah, we did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just like like it's it's also really thick, so it just looks like you're spewing out of them. <laughs> Good stuff. Nice. Did you take my nail polish? <laughs> yeah, but don't worry, it's not what you think. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, dude, and yeah, I definitely blew up. I also did the experiment when we got a hold of bottle rockets. Is one bottle rock? How many bottle rockets is enough to make a GI Joe fly? And I actually know the answer, the scientific answer to this question. <laughs> How many bottle rockets does it take? To make a G.I. Joe fly. And the answer is once you put three on, he's going to fall off the table and blow up at your feet. So you stop. <laughs> <laughs> One doesn't do it. Two doesn't do it. But three makes something bad happen. And you don't go to four. <laughs> Bottle rockets, man. Oh, yeah. That's the other thing, dude. How do we get our hands on on freaking firecrackers, man? Uh, dude, in Illinois, how the hell did we get our hands on fire fireworks? 
They're, they were, you could like, they don't sell them in stores. You have to like go to Indiana because that's a nice thing. One nice thing about Indiana, fun fact, everybody, <laughs> you can buy every it. road that leads out of Indiana has a fireworks store just this side of the border. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. No, dude, I always, I always had a buddy. Always. Yeah. Growing up. Someone that, always had, that had Well, not only the, the Wildcats that, you know, were just the, the regular the firecrackers, the M80s. The M80s, you, yeah, dude. I, M80s were. A myth. Those are like mortars. When I, I was a kid, they were scared the crap out of me. Yeah, M- 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 M80s were the thing that like a friend of a friend or a friend's older brother had, <laughs> right? And what they did with them, but you, what we and we never saw them. We didn't actually know. Like, oh, they were t- when I was little. They were terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't want no part of that shit. No, I do. I do remember my dad saying that you, those M80s. Uh, uh-uh, you you know, you stay away from that. If the kids come around and you you know blah blah blah, you know, again, which is hilarious to me because. We wouldn't even let our kids outside. Yeah, you know nowadays with if the the neighbor kids had firecrackers. And whereas our like, kids were like, our, our parents were like, "Hey, don't play with small sticks of dynamite." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? it's like, yeah, if that kid's got an M80, you stay away from him. You know, yeah. yeah. We, I, I, the only thing I know personally when we dealt with M80s that kids were setting them off in the mailboxes, blowing up our mailboxes. Yeah, the we mailbox. had to replace our mailbox yep. a couple times because they yep. melted. They were, yeah, the M80 blew up in there, and the heat yeah. caused the plastic mailbox to melt. <laughs> M80s were no joke. Nah, those were yeah. That was the stuff you, when you always heard the kid that got, had to go to the hospital. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was because of an M80. <laughs> yeah, more than yeah. likely. I remember. Um, this will come as no shock to you guys uh, that uh, I, for some reason, I thought it was a great idea. I don't even remember why, but I had. Well, I know why. I had to light something on fire inside the house. Oh. You know why you had to do Well, it's fire. Oh, okay. It was he he the why that he Howie. knows was compulsion. Yes. Howie is a, is a closet arsonist, so we're going to Yeah, well, I, I I'm I've sure seen, I'm sure I took Do you have any great idea? precaution to make sure this was a safe Mike, safe science experiment. No joke, completely serious. Do you have any idea how much time Howie spent out in the hot sun over the last few weeks to make sure he can make fire efficiently in his backyard? Yeah, quite <laughs> quite a bit. He has put a lot of money and effort and time into mm. efficiently making fire. Well, not, not a ton of money, just some. <laughs> That's and you the, taught, you the taught your son how to do it, too. The digging, the digging is was terrible, but... Uh, yeah, well, I didn't have to teach my son nothing. <laughs> he just knew instinctively. Yeah. Your son cracks me up because the last time we were over and we had the bonfire, he was the one that tended the fire. Yeah. Oh. How old was he? This is probably two summers ago now, isn't it? Yeah, he was like three. <laughs> last summer, I think, yeah, three. Uh, he's the same way at Petrie's uh, <laughs> was house. He? Yeah, he had the fire and he's... He's got the stick, and he's making he sure everything's in place. Nothing to do with anything else <laughs> other than that fire. I'm like, yeah, that's my boy. That's right, fireman. Men in fire. I don't know what it is. It just works. Yeah. I love putting a good fire together, but I will not compete with other men who have opinions. I'm like, I'll stand back and go, that's our, you, hey, go ahead. Hey, your thing, man. Go ahead, yeah. fix the car engine. We'll see how it works. <laughs> I have had many times, though, when you guys walk away and I get up and I change it and make it better. I'm just saying. <laughs> you think. Just saying. That's you, you do know that's what every man says. 
No, because I, well, y'all, I see y'all just, you know, say, you know, try this method here, try this. That's, you know, there's something. You sound like, you. oh, you just, mm-hmm. That's, there's something that actually, the, the, that I remember is all the boys standing around trying to come up with an idea when you're a kid. And it, and it, and it's something that continues through to adulthood for a lot of dudes. Yeah. Where let's stand around and postulate how to fix a problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, Oh, we found a dead rabbit. <laughs> what do we do with it? Well, I mean, you can poke it with a stick. Do you still have that lighter? No, it's my brother's. Mm. <laughs> and you stand around and try to figure out how can we make fun happen? You got one of those M80s from the, I, yes, uh... from a dead well, dead rabbits actually hit pretty close to home for a couple of us, but uh, but like you know you just like stumble across like an ant hill. Oh, there's got to be fun to be had here, and everybody re, stands uh... around, folds their arms, and tries to figure out what to do with it. I remember one of those sessions uh, pretty pretty well actually, and it had to do with uh, our bikes and jumping a ramp. Yep, and finding Take it off any sweet jumps. <laughs> taking some bricks and some wood yeah. and whatever we could find. Yeah. <laughs> stuff, man. I, some I, sweet that, that jumps. Homegrown stuff. I came home from work today, and I did not expect this to happen. But I have storage bins that I bought a bunch of the same ones because they fit shelves that I built in my garage. Right, black storage bins, the yellow tops, standard thing. I come home and there's a tarp in my front lawn. And two storage bins full of water, and there are two girls in swimsuits in each, or one in each bin, and then another one, which belongs to me, in a swimsuit, running around with her arms in the air, screaming like a maniac. <laughs> I don't know why they decided that they were going to bathe in, maybe they were just reenacting the scenes from, you know, from Shanghai Noon, Uno Mas, you know, I don't know. <laughs> What was going on, but like they're like they wanted to cool off. The neighbor girls have a, a little pool and stuff like that. There's sprinklers. Nope. I'm gonna fill these storage bins full of water and we're gonna splash around these storage bins because we're small and we have that opportunity. That's right. <clears throat> that kind of thinking mm-hmm. is what I loved about That's being right. a kid without without all the children's programming that there yeah. is nowadays. Right. I remember we were playing in my backyard on the swing set. We look over and the older the oldest boy on the block, and he's I mean probably six fifth sixth grade right he lived next door and he's sitting there and he's got some like scrap wood like one by twos like furring strips kind of mm-hmm. thing and a couple cardboard boxes <clears throat> and he's sitting there and he's hammering this wood together and we're like what's scott doing what's he doing over there and then he takes a cardboard box and he cuts it and he unfolds it right so it's one big piece of cardboard with the flaps on the side and he starts duct taping it to this like wood haphazard frame that he just smacked together with a hammer and nails and he basically made a cardboard ramp right and then he does something that wows all of us because he's older than us he busts out one of those old like squishy packs of hot wheels you know those those hot wheels boxes that had like the squishy sides you know they were like they were like there was like foam with like vinyl well, they're like vinyl boxes. Okay, yeah. Uh, and they have like the blue yeah. little plastic blue racks in them for the cars. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. He busts out one of those and he just starts taking like two at a time in his hands, goes to the top of this thing, which is, you know, oh, three and a half feet tall, if that. And he sets him side by side, lets him go, and just lets him go down the ramp out across the patio in his backyard, which was really just flat. It wasn't really a uh, patio. I'm using that term loosely. And just see which one goes the furthest. And we're like, 
he has clearly created the game of the gods. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, Eric ran home to get his Hot Wheels, and Nick ran home to get his Hot Wheels, and me, I'm the idiot young kid. I'm right here. I just run inside and get my Hot Wheels. I didn't have a cool carrier. We were too poor for that crap. Right. I had, like, a basket. I'm just throwing them into a basket. Yeah. Or, no, actually, more likely, I'm holding my shirt out yeah. right. and using my shirt as a basket. I remember right. how it was. Yeah. And we come out. And you try, and the whole thing was you, you, everybody had a little pile of their own cars like on the ground, and we would try out our cars against each other and find out which car was the best. Half time, they wouldn't stay on their wheels, they're just rolling, but it still counted, didn't matter. <laughs> whoever, whoever went the furthest before it stopped, just rolling, tumbling down this thing. Days. We spent days, yeah, right. mental leaderboards, keeping track of which cars were better and stuff like that. Nice. Because he just walked down to his backyard. <laughs> 10, 11 years old right. with a hammer and nails, some furring strips and a cardboard right. box. Right. And we are like, this is the greatest thing we've ever done. Plus we looked up to him right? and he was sharing this with us. And it was, it was, that is one of those like poignant, amazing. And that was, that was, that was boy time. Yeah. There were no girls around. Cause he was old enough that when the girls were around, he was soft to the girls. Right. Mm-hmm. None of that. Right. None of that. It was all just, we were, oh, that yeah. was, yeah. that was an amazing few days for me. <laughs> yeah it's amazing it's just dumb stuff that that's the stuff that uh yeah i yeah i i don't see my kids getting that man you know yeah. what i mean it's, it's just a different world you know and i don't know if that's good or bad or indifferent or whatever you know i mean they have different experiences and they i don't know enjoy if, different things and if my daughter is gonna be 30 some 40 years old looking back and go oh i remember that great episode of pj masks <laughs> right <laughs> we didn't have all that no you had it on yeah. saturday morning you had a little bit in the Seriously. afternoon my that's daughter's it. my daughter's 13 and she watches youtube and yeah that's i mean i'm trying I to think when i was 13 of, i'm like i remember yeah. more of playing outside and, and doing those things that yep. i ever do remembering the tv shows i watch tv shows yeah. or i mean i, 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 remember, I remember shows i remember but, playing indoors and the things that i created like when i would take like strings and time to my bunk bed to make zip lines for my sure. gi joes and stuff right. like that right but that, I mean, that there kind of just thing. Yeah. wasn't tv for us back we didn't have cable i didn't have nickelodeon yeah we didn't and that's the thing if you had cable it was to have nickelodeon the one channel that had kids programming kids, yeah right. now it's just she yeah. turned on something today. I'm like, what is this now? <laughs> I can't yep, keep yep. track of all this crap. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm kind of curious what what memories are as a whole. You know, the generation what they're going to have looking back in their childhood. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be radically different. That's yep. for sure. I wonder when Garrick wakes up tomorrow, what memories he's going to have of this. I don't podcast. think he has any memories. Yeah, oh, I have plenty. I'm just listening to you guys talk. Oh, come on, share something with us. <laughs> no, I think it's it's late. We should probably get this. I agree. It's, late. it's really late. We're, we're, we're like around. six hours into this. Podcast. We're gonna have to circle back around and just make Garrick give us like a Garrick. We'll sit around the fire and have he didn't, spin yarns. He didn't for tell us. us what thing he got he got in trouble for or. or or anything. That's true. Probably the driveway. Probably. Probably, <laughs> probably the driveway. <laughs> Enough said. Uh, that's a story for another time, that, I guess. That's fire, right? Clearly, we've got a lot to say lots on the subject. It. Lots of fire. Lots and lots of fire. In the meantime, though, we will tie this one off and set you listeners free. But they um, need to get on Discord and let us know their hijink stories and yeah. childhood memories. Yeah, it was your favorite thing to do when you got out the house as a kid. 
like to do it, join us on Discord by going to betterkind.com and find a link to the Discord channel. And uh, and yeah, the chat continues all the time up in the Discord. So join us there, share your dank memes, the whole nine yards. Go yeah. Out. Wherever you get the podcast, give us a nice little review. Join us on Twitter, FlatCash1138. And I'm Corey over there's Mike. 99. Over there's Howie trying to use his Pure Leaf tea bottle as a telescope. USA. And over there is still Gary. ASS. Oh. I'm telling you, this guy. Still. This guy. Still to this day. Yeah, I, yeah. if I could go I back and do it, it again, mine would be J-O-Y. Jelly. Oh. J-O-Y? J-L-Y. Oh, L-Y. I was going to say J-O-Y is joy. Buddy. Sometimes they give you four characters and then you can put butt. <laughs> butt. I think I did actually put B-U-T most of the time. <laughs> no.